<laughs> he jabbed himself in the eye for a second. Yo, I'm just fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Nick hears. Oh my god. Ay, ay, ay. Ooh, JPI warning. Okay, all right. Usa. Let's get. <laughs> I just fucking can't now. Now I got the fucking giggles. What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Fault Partner Panel. What's going on, homies? Uh, we. I mean, quite frankly, we don't really have that much to talk about besides the actual patch that came out, right? So we're probably going to have a very interesting discussion about Big Mouth because I already I, I can already tell based off of Bearded's Beard that we're going to have differentiating opinions. And <laughs> that's what it is. And um, yeah, we're, we're mainly going to go over the patch, but I wanted to start off with our cast. And first of all, shout out to Mangoose, officially a partner again. I just wanted to, to start that shit off rip, right? We are going to go into the partner post by Strange Matters, but before that, Mangoose Bearded, if you guys could introduce yourselves, please. What's up, everybody? I'm the Mangoose. You are awesome. And yeah, so let's let's get into this. Let's get into talking about Fing Mao. He's a strong dude. Before that, let's... <laughs> How about our, what's from our homeless top guy over here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, he's he's gone. Go. <laughs> Welcome everybody. I'm, I can't even say it. I'm here. What the wonder. fuck was that? <laughs> Welcome that, That's what we're gonna start all my videos from now on. Welcome Bro, am I the only one that got reminded of South Park? Garbs. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're, you're, you're oh. no longer allowed to call me a homeless easy top before I introduce myself. <laughs> I can't handle it. Anyway, they used to sing. Oh, was it a wicked river? That was it. <laughs> had a had a little more drum in it, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome, everybody. I am the beard of Wolverine, your Michigan wonder. Also, fault partner. Love doing oh. these shows for you. I can't wait to get into this one. Let's go. Yeah, let's just get right into it. Oh my gosh. Who are you? Okay. Oh, what? Who are you? No comment. Um, what about, <laughs> what about the, the podcast? Oh, yeah, no, you're right. My intro. Oh my God, bro. We're all out of whack. <laughs> Yo, I'm laughing way too hard. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who are you? What the fuck are you talking about? Yo, what's up, guys? I am Wendy the Mace, aka Wendy, fault partner, following all the Paragon remakes in general. Welcome to our weekly episode where we go over. All things fault. We might do a couple comparisons here and there, but we always try to keep everything that we do constructive or as much as much towards the constructive criticism side as possible, right? Like we definitely try to be it that way. But yeah, honestly, let's just get right into it. Let's just talk about Fing Mao. And I, I, I got a, a, a question. No, I got a question for Bearded. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you just said you didn't get a chance to play him. Not even why. Not? Why are you asking for a nerf then? I'm just I'm going off of Gen Chat and uh, what I have seen be done with him. I I don't know. I'm only I, it was mm. more of a joke. I I I am not one to make that judgment right away. I'm only going off of what I've been able to see as him be played. Uh, actually, in your stream window. Um, but um, 
no, I mean, I'll, I'll wait until I can't really make a full assessment until I actually get to play with and against him to see how it's actually done. Um, but I have the, the, what I've seen and heard is uh, he is the, he's just another one of those Boris's and Kalari's and, and countesses. If the, if they get fed, then they're, then you're, you're fucked. Right. And isn't I, that with any character, <clears throat> but no, it's not with they, with any character. Like, no, you never hear, oh my gosh, dude, this Twin Blast is so fed. It's never been a thing. You can I hear that every that. single fucking game. What do you no. mean? <laughs> bro, you know how many games yesterday alone, I was like, bro, who fed the Twin Blast? Like, <laughs> it's... It's 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 not like that. People, you know, people will complain. It, it's the Boris, it's the Kalari, uh, Countess. Depending on what patch we're talking about, because Countess has been kind of dipped down where she has been nothing, and then she's been dipped back up, you know, where she's actually uh, you know powerful again. So um, those are the ones that like those are the key ones. Like, you get them fed, then it's like it's all fucked. You're done. Like you might literally FF at ten minutes. There's nothing we are gonna do here. Anybody else, you can actually start to build back these ones. And if Fang Mao is another one of those, I still disagree. And I'm like, this is you shouldn't have those characters. Now, I get a character being fed. A, a twin blast being fed is going to do fucking damage. I get that. And that's what should happen. But you should still be able to counter. Right. But if you can't counter these guys, that that's the issue. And like, apparently another thing I heard in Gen Chat is you're being restricted to buying almost guaranteed having to buy an item that's where that shouldn't be a thing which the item to uh, uh i was told was gob glue you know almost everybody has to get gob glue to be able to stop fang mao from his ultimate and his dash and and you know it's like so like now even though i as an adc main i don't normally get gob glue but now i have to get gob glue just to be able to stop fang mao like i shouldn't have to be restricted to one item all right so that's a lot it's to take only, in. No, I got you. Gen chat, right? I, I got you. What people are saying. That's a, that's a lot to take in. And I do want to, you know, I have an answer to almost everything that you said. I want to hear what Mangus has to say, though, about everything you just said. I think it's way too early to be to be calling anything about Fing Mel. Um, of course, whenever, whenever Heroes first released, they're obviously going to be very powerful because people don't know how to counter them and play against them yet. Mm -hmm. Fing Mao is different than he was in Paragon. Paragon, he was more of a bruiser. He really does hit fucking hard, fast. Like, start of the game, Fing Mao is... He, 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 he's smacking people. But people are going to learn how to counter that. And, that, you know, same way you counter any other really hard-hitting hero like that is with stuns. You're just going to have to stun him, CC him, however you want to, and take him down. And, um, you know, I had games where Fing Mao ran rampant. I had games where uh, we shut him down pretty easy. I had very few games without a Fing Mao at all. But um, actually, I don't think I've had any games without a Fing Mao for a while. But I think we will start within a week. We'll start seeing people understand Mellow out. that he really can't take that much damage. So stop running the fuck away from him and, and re-engage and after that, I think I think things will fall into place. Um, and if not, if they don't fall into place, then, you know, a couple of weeks from now, give them that nerf bat. But I think wait until the community has a has a little bit of time to adjust to his oh, yeah. how to counter him before, uh, no, before we do anything about him. But, yeah, he's really strong, super strong guy. Yeah, I'll, fun to play. He's super fun. Like my two cents on it is, and this is somebody that's already have over 20 hours of Feng Mao gameplay alone. Like in two, in two and a half days, I've literally just been no, 
I know I'm just saying I've been no life again, bro. But here's the thing. I w- I've been telling everybody he basically feels like a countess, right? You can build tankiness on countess if you want to. You get what I'm saying? But you're not taking advantage of the full scaling. He scales really hard, just like countess, but physical damage. Like he's I've almost been running him more of an assassin when I've been playing him. But regardless if I'm solo, regardless if I'm in jungle or wherever the hell I decide to take him, it's one of those things that if Feng Mao is not ahead, he kind of sucks, to be honest. And that's and that's where you see like that scaling really come into play, because, of course, if he's ahead, he gets more items on and then the rest of the lobby, you're going to notice that difference because he scales so well. I've been in plenty of games where the enemy Feng Mao got shut down. I've been in plenty of games where I, as Feng Mao, got dicked on by an enemy Greystone in solo because he had way more regen than me. I'm talking about he could sustain like crazy. He was tankier. He had the regen from his passive. There wasn't shit in the world I could do to survive. I literally just told my team, hey, forget about me. I'm just going to do my best to not lose this tower for a while. I didn't join my team until like 15 minutes i was two and two at that point and then i started aiming towards their squishies or whatever to try to help out the team just like constantly w key but it literally was to the point that even in that game the carries were killing me i would even building like a bail arm and red attack boots for example i would literally walk up to the carry and the carry was deleting me because the carry got way more fed than i did like he really is one of those characters that doesn't have good scaling as far as damage you can build him damage and then just scale with his ultimate that's an option right because his ultimate gives him permanent power but any the only people that i've seen really complain about the fang mao are the ones that are usually overextended got dicked on they didn't stun him they missed the slows everything and then they just fed him even more by giving him the kill on the ult, to be, to be honest. Yeah. Like, as somebody that's been playing him a ton, he, he's he's honestly really difficult to be good at. That's why I think he shines in the jungle, because he can do his thing and get out and safely farm. I mean, he's an assassin, so he's going to be just like Countess and Kalari in that, you know, if, mm-hmm. if they're, like you just said, if they're if he's behind, not a problem. If he's ahead, he's a problem. It's the same way with Countess and Kalari. You just you got to deal with it sometimes. Yeah. And you got to think about it, too. You just said the key thing. CC is going to fuck him up. He relies on his attack speed. The more he hits he gets in, the more his passive procs, right? right? So the more he's stunned out of combat, the less damage he gets to do. And if he doesn't get to do damage, he's basically worthless. Yeah. That's like a Kalari that's not doing damage. What is she really there for, bro? Let's be real. It's, well, it's not I mean, that bad. I, I mean, I can argue argue against Kalari, but we're here to talk about fake mouth. So, <laughs> I mean, Kalari is still just oppressive no matter what. She doesn't have to do damage. It's just the fact that you know she's there, you have to play back. Just the fact exactly. that you know she's there, you have to go back because, oh, shit, I'm out of half health. I need to get out of here. Like, you, Bro, you, like that That already is oppressive in, in its own self. Like, that's... Have you gone up against Kalari after the nerf, the no. adjustment to her ult? Then I would have played as Feng Mao or would have played with Feng Mao. 
Oh, I don't know if you just didn't play him because you didn't get a chance to play. Or, no, bro, it's been rough to get games. Like, you better hope you're top two in the draft. And that's it. Somebody lets you have it. I've been lucky. People are like, yo, Windu, I'll let you have it for the content. No, I at least would have had to play that, you know, play against him. At least have to understand that, how that feeling is. I don't have, gotcha. I really have nothing. I just haven't had like, Tuesdays, uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays are my days off. Like it's spend time with the family type thing, you know, and I even stuck Thursday as a day to edit videos because I had to get that taken care of. So, um, shout out to you starting the YouTube grind. I see you, by the way. I was like, I'm proud. <laughs> so, but um, I might I won't get that w- once a week content stuff, but uh, I, I'm gonna I'll once I get better with the editing and everything else, I'll start getting faster. But it'll be going. Hey man, all it takes is that practice, right? Right. Now I want to go into the Twitter post real quick that we got out of Strange Matters because they they've been doing a couple interesting things, right? The first thing that I want to show off is the fact that they're actually um, wanting people to apply for partners. They're say, they're stating it on here. Like, are you a content creator with a passion for fall? Apply to be a fall partner here. They show the link. You'll, you'll get Twitch host priorities, giveaways for your community, social media promotion, direct communication with the devs, exclusive discord role and in-game avatar. I'm honestly really surprised they didn't say, hey, you get all this shit in the game for free. Apply. You know, because <laughs> that, that's a big fucking sell for a lot of people, bro. They're like, yo, I want to be a partner so I can get every skin in the game, bro. What do you mean? Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I like it. I like the fact they're doing that, to be honest. I didn't expect it. I didn't I, expect I like Mangus to I, become an official my partner again, like for them to be like, and he's in. I was like, when are they going to do that? Oh, but you were saying, sorry. <laughs> you think he just forgot me? It's possible. You never know, bro. I don't think he forgot. I think he had other plans. <clears throat> and then those plans didn't work out as needed for what if something could have happened. And then say, okay, well, let's just bring Goose in. Because the way I understood it is you were coming in the next wave of partners. And then something happened where that next wave is not happening at this moment. So instead of just making you wait for that next wave, here you are now. That's the way I just me outside looking in, mm. knowing very little, but knowing something. Yeah, it's a good question. Is Mangus the only one that got added? Did I or was there an actual wave? We just haven't seen him yet. I've, I've only I mean, he was the only one that got the welcome to the gen our gen chat, you know, partner gen chat. So I would assume that everybody else would have gotten a welcome as well. So oh, I mean, true. I could see that. That would be rude. <laughs> that would be rude. Give me my limelight. <laughs> oh, man. Now, also, I will say shout out to Strange Matter for actually sharing one of my clips and, t- and tagging my uh, actual full video in there. But um, I like the fact like that if they start doing this with all the partners, mm-hmm. That's actually going to be super, super helpful for partners. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see them do this with somebody that's good. I fucking hate them, bro. <laughs> I hate them. Get me the fuck out. <laughs> anyway, I can't with them. But no, like, it'd be cool. Like, you know, it's like Twitch so- clip. Here's a link to their uh, Twitch channel. Or like a clip from the YouTube, since now you can create clips off of the videos, right? Here's a link to their YouTube and actually help 
promote their partners instead of just showing the clip and not giving them anywhere directly to go for the more content. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. I, 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 I kind of want like, especially because the chat's kind of still talking about it as well. And I kind of want to go back to the whole thing mouth thing. And, and, you know, like I said, my, my perception just from what I've seen and mm-hmm. do you and I already had this conversation just because I jumped in your stream for a little bit. Um, I watched you kill somebody in the jungle. Uh, I think it was their Fang Mao. Uh, and then I watched you go after their Gideon. And, uh, but it was like he, the Gideon wasn't close enough to execute. And you like literally went into a whole engagement. You had to chase him, you had to get to him, and then you did attacks to him. And then you were still, then you were able to execute. Like it just, just as a, a viewer, a viewer that knows about the game, obviously, not just a random viewer. It just seemed like that was quite a long time to be able to continue doing, you know, a, to continuation of the of the alt. You know, I, I just, I don't know how it feels. I haven't played it. I haven't had to use it against me yet, but I just felt like that Gideon did the best they could to get away mm-hmm. and avoid. And it's still, there was nothing they, they could have done. There was execution was going to happen no matter what with the time frame that's still there. I just kind of feel like there's something that should be brought down. Like just like I said, like, I have to play it, you know, again and see myself and I want them to get their data points and, you know, maybe that is a thing, but that's my first perception. That seemed a little long. I mean, I could see it. It's like a good, like it feels at least, I don't know the exact number. I think it's like a good 30 seconds that you get to 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Um, But I'll be honest with you the amount of times that you actually get a second cast are few and far in between like most of the time you execute on a single person and you don't find somebody else to do it on most actually the majority of the time you'll execute one person and you either have to get out because you're too low or you died because and especially the way that the games have been going if you're feng mao you're getting targeted first in that entire engage, they saw the Feng Mao jump in. It's five v one versus the Feng Mao, and then they'll go against the rest of the team. Like I was getting, I would get a kill, maybe two, then immediately get rotated on and deleted by their entire team, and then my team would clean up because they literally just weren't paying attention to my carry. They weren't paying attention to my mid laner. But in that specific fight that you were referring to, I, uh, I was full red. I was as squishy as possible. The Gideon never hit me with a single rock in the twenty, like the twenty seconds I was chasing him. Right, he no, easily yeah. could have fucked me up. He could have deleted me. But the fact that he literally just sat there, just trying to run away, I like I, I discussed with the chat, and it looks like the Fang Mao teleport is longer than the Gideon teleport until. Gideon has his final upgrade on the teleport. Then Gideon's teleport is further. You got me? So if yeah. a Gideon is trying to run away from a Fang Mountain, let's say our cooldowns are similar, I'm always going to have a little bit of range, especially if I can slow him. That's why he, like, he, quite frankly, he should have hit me with a rock, slowed me down, let me, and get away. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the moment that I notice I'm too low to engage, I'm going to disengage. He let me smack him for 15, 20 seconds. He just kept on teleporting everywhere. And I'm like, I got one, too. I'm just going to follow you, bro. Yeah. But well, yeah, I, I, you got pulled up 
Mm-hmm. The execute visual that you have. Yeah, that the little square. To be able to you know, rectangle. That little, dude, I don't know, somebody called it a Spartan helmet. I saw it before, like when they, you know, said it before. Oh, the icon, yeah. Yeah, the icon. It, it almost seems like it's too big. Like it literally stops you from being able to see anything else. Like how am I like, <clears throat> does it show up if you, if you're out of mana? Yes. You don't have enough mana. So it still shows up. Right, yes. So let's say it, I don't have enough mana to pull off the execute, but it's uh, this person's executable. How do I know that, that twin blast isn't alting? Because the only way to tell that he's alting is his body's glowing. Right. But now I have this red fucking Spartan helmet on his head. I don't know, or on, on so, his body, I don't know if he's actually alting or not. I was about to say, if you look, if you look right here when they show the twin blast, funny enough, the helmet's on his crotch. Well, in this one, the other one where he was uh, fighting him in lane, it was up on his chest. So let me see. Let me see if I can find it. That might be an actual uh, an an angle thing that you're seeing, right? See, because it's still bottom half, but since he's looking down at him, he's got his camera pointed down. It looks like the icon is just like flat on the screen. There's no dimension to the icon, so you can see it. So either way, can we not just put that a little bit smaller above his 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 uh, health bar? Uh, so it's not covering the the icon or the uh, the the actual character. I personally like it the way it is because it draws your eye to that and it makes you naturally aim towards it whenever you're executing. Like there's right. times I hit I've hit executes that I didn't I probably normally would not have hit if I wasn't just subconsciously just bearing down on that on that symbol. Bro, you know how many I, I gotta say, I like it the way it is too. Like when you're in there, it's almost like you're waiting for that red skull to pop. It's like, yo, I'm swinging until I see that red skull. And then I'm immediately casting. But you know how many times my execute got interrupted by CC? And I'm talking about CC you wouldn't expect. I'm talking about I'm about to execute Steel. He dashes through me, canceled my execute. Or a Sevrog. Golf like golf puts me away, and then I canceled my execute or golf putt. Yeah, I mean a golf drive, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> the way you looked at me, um, but but I got I gotta say the weakest the, swing uh, there is in golf. I know, I know. Uh, it was a Sevrog, that's why. Uh, <laughs> Didn't have his stacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will say though, I found myself very rarely being able to properly execute i was either the majority of the time i was getting interrupted by players that actually knew what they were doing and they stopped my execute right or quite frankly jumping up in the air and slamming down is probably one of the slower animations in the game overall like every time i went to execute somebody i literally would have an like a like an asshole teammate steal the kill before I even landed on the ground. Bro, I was beefing with Terry, like, you know, Terry Twister, the homeboy. We were, we were dual queuing. He was Kalari, checking it out. And I was Fang Mao. And literally, he on purpose, because he knew every single time I was about to execute, because he, like, you know, he could see how low they are. He would literally walk up, basic attack him, nuke him, before I landed every single time or he would ult in and his ult would kill him because by the time he ulted in it was way faster than me actually to execute my execute hmm. 
so there it's it's definitely not as easy to land you definitely get way stronger when you get that permanent power stack but i'm i'm kind of just proud so of strange a, matter for how smooth the good is no not at all not at all like if they're standing in front of you you jump in the air you can still aim it like you can move it around and try and follow them when they killed the phase yeah, like I got the, the best thing I've done so far is maybe a double if I'm lucky, right? But a lot of the times you if you play it properly, you can fuck somebody up. Because what a lot of people don't realize is straight left and right, Feng Mao can follow you. Walk through him. Now you're forcing him to do a 180 and find you. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. And that thing's got pretty good range. The last thing that you want to do against a Feng Mao that's about to execute you is get away from him. Because he can catch you up. He, he's got de decent space. If you get in his face, the only thing you got to worry about is his basic attack. Because it's kind of like Richter's ultimate. When you're that close, it's so much harder to aim and so much easier to miss. Yeah. So it's like that, but also a combination of steel. When steel's alting up in the air, go towards him is your best way to, uh, to avoid that. Correct. So when you see him going up the air, just go towards him because you have to force him to... Like, 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 force him to hardcore adjust the angle like yeah. crazy make the angle harder and i think the real power of the resets isn't getting a double execute but being able to execute one member of the team and then immediately slam through the rest of the team with as much by putting that damage on as many people as possible so that's a good try just like doubles du like do the execute a second time just to apply the instance of damage right yeah because like you said you're probably not going to get that second execute so you may as well make it worth your time that you got that reset. Actually that's, cast it. That's a smart idea. I didn't even think about that. I like to do with him, but you know, that's just me. That's just me. No, it's super smart because you're either going to use it or waste it, right? Exactly. What, what's the, I, I actually do really love the reset um, UI element, the uh, that it's in the center of your screen. So it's very easy to know exactly how much longer you have on that thing. Oh, really you're talking like about that. the big purple circle? Yeah. yeah. It, it's subtle enough. I like the fact that it's purple, first of all, of course. But I like the fact that it's actually subtle. Like, you can clearly tell that the circle's still there, but it's not actually getting in my way of what I'm doing too much. Like, I can still very clearly have a target inside the circle, and I know that's the target I'm aiming for. As you, as you can see on the screen when I pause it, they had, they gave it like this kind of see-through sort of vibe to it. This little this little halo they got. Oh, okay. It's a, oh, so it's a lot like the uh Kalari timer. The the shadow timer, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. the shadow timer. Oh, yeah. Like yep, when you are when you're playing Kalari, yes. Correct. Yeah. But purple instead of red. Yes. Hers or is her is hers purple? I think I thought hers was red. I think her, her whole shadow rum's purple. I think it's red. I don't know. I don't play. I don't, I can't stand it. Get her out of the game. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I will say though, uh, getting a chance. I didn't get a chance to actually track Kalari yet because I've been focusing on Fingmao. But playing with Terry Twister again. Shout out to him. Uh, he did give me a lot of feedback. Uh, the her ultimate right now isn't oppressive like it used to be. Like, because think of it this way: it's about three thousand units. That's literally double the range of a of a carry, for example. 3200 yeah that's double that's almost double the range of a carry that's not that far that doesn't even get you from t1 to t1 right so what what terry was saying is it's much better 
as a re-engage, like let's say you start a fight, then you go in for the kill. You get what I'm saying? Like I like after you do your poking and get kind of fall back a little bit, then you go in for the kill. Or it was a great uh, gank opportunity, but whenever you're supporting a gank, like every time I, he would be the he was a solo laner. He thinks that she is an amazing solo laner now above all, because every time I was going to gank, he literally could be like right in front of his tower. The enemy solo laner would be in the middle. But I can teleport in, Kalari could teleport in. And now there's two of us on top of him dealing crazy damage and he didn't expect it. Like it was it was good to just kind of show up for the fight and be there. Even though it's not global, it still puts it into effect. Or like somebody that's running away, maybe they got away from you. You might still be able to have that distance and teleport to them and mess them up. It's like, uh, it's like Leo in chat is saying, it's more of a quality of life change. It definitely changes how you play her. Because you don't engage with her, the ultimate anymore. He meant that you still, something else, but yeah. Not, not, oh, anyway. Good good use of that, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> it's um, it's it's a big quality of life change because it's not an oppressive engagement. Like, you remember how before, as a carry, you'd be like, yo, this fucking Kalari is ulting me on cooldown. Yeah. Even yeah. when they made it shorter, she's ulting me on cooldown. That shit happens. Now there's a good chance I'm gonna spot her before I get, she holds me, especially yeah, if I stay to the far end of the wall. I have nightmares about it. I literally can't. I'm telling you, you take her out of the game, I will be happy. I literally <laughs> don't care. I get rid of her. I'm okay with it. The matches I played and there was a Kalari on my team. I we literally it was big chilling. It was like any other jungler. Like quite I, frankly, uh, the Fang Mao teleport was scarier than the Kalari ultimate. Again, I'm not one to make. I don't want to make a judgment until I actually get to play it and see what it's like. But I just that what I seen, I still don't know if it's enough. She still has everything going for her. She, she just has to be closer now. But you literally had like she's like it's her. The fact that you don't see her on the map like she is. She is so easy to avoid everything on the map because of how she is like it, you, know, you can't. The only way you can find her is rad pulses that last 10 seconds. Well, guess what? My cooldown on my rad pulses is way longer. I can't keep on playing rad pulses to hopefully find her. Like, like there's got to be other ways to be able to see her. And I know they're working on their vision system, but you could least easily make it to where fucking shadow wards fucking are you know, able to find her. Like just implement that code that to where she's able to find by shadow wards. Like that's, it's it's just insane like what she's able to do. so i don't know I'll, I'll play it see what it's like but that's just right away i okay thanks for making her weaker but she's still oppressive yeah let me let me ask this about fig now did you guys see him get played as an adc since he is built like an adc i have not seen i want it, to have heard that is possible uh i played that with jay i played steel support and he played uh he played fig meow and yeah it worked really well um, it worked really well. One game, we tried it another match, and um, they had a phase support, and her being ranged made it a lot more difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, we were up against the Narbash the first game, and uh, the second game, it was that phase, and it just it didn't work out nearly as well. But that might be a good situational pick, but... Yeah. I, Leo in the chat brings up something interesting. What about Feng Mao carry with a phase support so she can he can teleport in, do his damage, and then get pulled out and healed. Yeah. Just what what? <laughs> Bubba? 
<laughs> like it's just nonstop in out in out and just fucking abuse it. But the, the I don't know. I don't know how it actually goes. I played steel so that I could throw the shield up, let him farm in peace. And if they tried to circumvent the shield by going around it, that's when I would charge in. And then we would just fuck him up. I tried Fang Mount support Worked really well. Did you? Yes, it went very well until we hit level six. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> like they it was against a Sparrow Narbash. So literally in the first minute, we had three kills. We killed Sparrow Narbash and their jungler. It was like, bro, we're set. Terry was a carry. I'm like, well, we're set, bro. You're three and oh, it's not even minute two. This is an easy game. We got shit on. We got destroyed. We got absolutely destroyed. Once Narbash actually got heals online, Thunk online, his ultimate online, there was nothing that I could do to initiate. And like it, we literally just kept on getting destroyed the entire time. It was it was such a throw. I would not recommend it. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I used to have a friend that played Sarath as an ADC. And I would um I would support for him with Richter, and that worked really well for us. So I think Fing Mal could probably be a pretty if played well and with the correct support, could be a really good ADC. So man, I, mean, I want I could see it. I want to go back and say what was just said again. I want you to listen to this and, and see what you think out of it. Uh this is the description of Fang Mao and FaZe in ADC duo lane. In out, in out, in out, just fucking abuse it. I think well. too, too old for that sort of action. I can't wait y'all, bro. Y'all, let's, let's that 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 link's got some blue pill in it. I can't with y'all, bro. Y'all, word for word, how he describes that. that. Like what? Mike, thank you so much for that raid, brother. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't with y'all. It's like, did he really just? Say- I don't know. I'm looking at. I'm actually looking forward to discussing Ping Mal next week when people have had a chance to settle in, get used to him, get used to playing yeah. as him, get used to playing against him, and see what the thoughts and opinions are. And I would also like to see like uh, some charts where he ranks as far as you know his win rate amongst other heroes in Fault. I mean, yeah. I definitely think. Cool. I'm not saying he's overpowered. I can definitely see him. At the end of those stats, those charts that you're talking about, I can definitely see him being overtuned. Uh, and there's going to be some dialbacks uh, in certain areas. What, what that may be, I couldn't tell you. But I could definitely see it being a thing just by what I've seen on the videos I've watched him play and seeing how Gen Chat is talking about him. Um, I can see it. But I can also, you know, I, I, I want to get out there. I mean, that's the first thing I'm going to do when I uh, load up the stream on Monday is... AI, uh, AI matches, and we're gonna see what we got to do. Uh, you know, play as him, understand his kid a little bit as you know as he's going, and then yeah, hopefully I can get a couple games as him as well. Uh, get some content going for the YouTubers, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think the biggest issue with Feng right now in Strange Matters, and I can see the argument that a lot of people might make is, you need to decide: are you gonna make him an assassin, or are you gonna make him a, bra- a brawler, like a bruiser, right? You can't really give him the potential to be able to scale and tank and still give him a great output of damage, like crazy scaling. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's okay if they want him to be assassin wise, but he's got to be probably even a little bit more squishier, which is kind of dangerous, or just remove the scale, uh, like lower the scaling on the armor for him, right? 
But um, yeah, it's I don't necessarily think he's in a horrible, horrible spot as far as hero releases go. It, he feels really smooth and I Le- enjoy it. Leo brings up a good point that I know a lot of people are pretty angry about. They swapped the Q and the R&B. Yeah, that was annoying. Days. That was weird. <clears throat> uh, actually, Jelly brought that up to my, uh, me and him were having a conversation uh, and Jelly brought that up to me and I was like, I never played Asm, so I wouldn't even know <laughs> the difference. I Until you said something, I wouldn't had, I had no clue. Because then, I'm, I mean, I'm, I may have had a Master Fing mouse skin, not a big deal or anything, but yeah, that's a weird flex. Look at yeah, look at these flexes you guys got going on over here. Nay, nay, nay. <laughs> um, but I got 20 hours in him already. When so he's only been out for 15, but yeah, I got 20. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Definitely not the, the math is not add up anyway. No, it actually makes sense to me to put his dash on his queue. It makes I don't know why that makes sense to me. I can understand why people are pissed well, off at, uh, about that, but I, it just yeah, makes sense to me because that would I don't know. For some reason, I've always associated his Q with his R&B. Whenever I played him in Predecessor, it confused me that his dash was on his right his mouse button and, and his shield was on his Q. So, I always think of Qs as very high impact abilities. And while his shield is strong as fuck and it's probably the best thing about Feng Mao for real, I don't mm-hmm. think of it as a high impact ability. So how about this? So the Q, we're talking about the Q is the dash, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the the uh, right mouse button is the shield, right? And the shield is just putting a shield on you, right? There's no no aiming that, correct? Correct. So when you're using a mouse and you hit a button on your mouse, that could you could you your mouse can move a little bit, right? It's not as accurate. So if you're hitting the, if you're aiming with your mouse and hit a cue, you're going wherever your mouse is aiming. You're not moving your mouse when you're doing that. That could have been the reasoning of of switching those two because you're not trying to actually when you're doing a shield, you're not trying to aim at anything. You're literally just putting a shield on yourself. It's like an just a, an active. Yeah, I mean, I get I get both sides because it is weird to get used to hitting right click for shield, but I am also used to almost every other character I hit cue for mobility. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not. Too mad at it? It's well, no, actually, it would be E on most characters for mobility, yeah, I right? Like, I was like, I don't know. I'm just sitting around, like, literally going through my brain, like, what mobility is Q? I'm like, I, oh yeah, then I don't get the Q. If they made mobi- if they made it, if they made his dash into the E, I would get it because they try to have every mobility on E or something. Like Smite does something similar. But. I think D Trigger's right. Uh, he said it in chat that Fing and Paragon originally had his dash on his Q, and they swapped it later. I remember when they swapped a couple abilities over. I don't remember. Exactly, if it was Fing Mao. I know they swatched, they swapped um, some of Richter's stuff around. But yeah, yeah, I, I think he's right. I think he's right. Mm, D Trigger saying in the chat it was so for controller players so they could aim and dash at the same time based off of different key binds or whatever, maybe. I don't know. There you go. But, um, but let's do this real quick. Let's go into the actual patch notes, which I do want to give Strange Matters a shout out in their last last dev stream that they did because they did host one of those. They actually broke down the patch notes and gave us a little bit of their insights. You know, Silpin and Ryan, they actually went through and they're like, hey, we did this because of this reason. This is how we feel about it. So it was actually very insightful if you're into stuff like that. I'll make sure that the link is down below whenever it's officially on YouTube or you can I go to their YouTube. Twitch to watch it. 
I didn't get to watch that part of the, the dev stream because I was currently working. Uh, I did have it on, but I wasn't able to listen to it because I had customers talking to me. So, um, but uh, so I didn't get to hear their description, but just me being able to read these patch notes and these little descriptors they have uh, over the certain sections. I yeah. love their, their, their explanations, you know, their explanation of, you know, the little descriptor of Fangmao, the little explanation of why Kulari got a change, the little descriptor of, uh, the aspects, you know, the favor, like all that change, like all that stuff. I love, I love when they do that, when they do that, they just kind of, it's a little bit like, here, let's open the door a little bit and show you guys why we're doing things. We're going to little, you know, it's a little sneak peek here. This is what's happening. This is why these changes happen. Really I nice. That instead of it, you just putting the changes and then we have to speculate why the changes. I love when you put these in. Yeah, it, it really, really is nice to see all those details from them. Um, but Leo just mentioned this in the chat. One thing that's worth mentioning about that dev stream that they had, uh, Sylphen mentioned that the next couple patches that are about to be released are, have a big impact on the visuals and feel of the game. So my question, because I saw that, I saw that. Is that 15.1 patch or is that 16 patch, 17 patch? Well, he said the next coming patches. So I'm assuming that would be like 15.1, 15.2, 15.3. Because he said like very soon and the actually next ones. You get me? And in multiple order, like you imagine if you were like 16, 18 and 23 are going to be amazing. Like, no, well, I mean, I, I'm thinking the next ones in, in order, you know, like I said, you know, 16, 17, 18. I'm not thinking, you know, 16, 18, 23, you know, I'm thinking the in order. But my question, are, are we counting these small patches? Is is he referring to the small patches that are going to be, you know, huge? Know. You know, because normally a huge patch for SMS, it the middle number gets changed. Yeah. And and you we know. saw that from patch 14 to now patch 15, they went to the next number pretty quick. It's not like yeah, it before 14. that patch four, patch 13 four had patches. like 14 different iterations, right? Yep. So it was actually 13, 13.13 and then they went to 14 cuz I said 14. The next one's going to be 14. One. <laughs> so, but yeah, and that's what I'm what I'm wondering and that's where like I'm I'm just not getting my hopes up in that regard that the next 14.1 is going to be huge because of what Sylphen said, because he also didn't tell you that for that 15.1 is going to be huge. He told you the next patch, which is yeah. he referring to as in the big size, like the you know, 16 being a big patch and not just a bug fixer or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now, I will say because a lot of people in the stream were speculating about that, right? And they were mentioning like, oh, well, if they're doing changes to the look and the feel, does that mean we're getting a new map? Does that mean this and et cetera? And I'm like, I, I told people, I was like, you're probably going to see some sort of optimization. You're probably going to see some sort of lighting change, maybe even a filter change of the source, because everything does look kind of grainy, uh, ghosty effect right now, which I actually on stream found out if you play fault at 4K, it everything is crisp as they they it doesn't look like you're missing out on any quality but as soon as i put that shit on 1080p it actually started to look grainy and i and i was confirmed in the chat by somebody in the dev stream that the next patch 
is going to solve that to where 1080p will look just as good as 4K. The only difference is the resolution. Okay. So that I was confirmed in the chat, but it is the next uh, patch as in 15 what? They, they, they didn't say. They didn't say. They just said next patch. So right. who knows? All right. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super <laughs> Joey's in the chat saying, can we see something except the thing vid over and over? Uh, how about you just deal with it and watch it? Thank you. Um, anyway, so yeah, man. Hey, nipple clamps on right now. You don't want to see that shit. Clearly, right? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited about the patch and let's go over some of the things that they mentioned here. Like, I really want to read into what they mentioned, the whole duelist class, right? They mentioned Feng Mao is our first duelist class hero in fault and is meant to be a very high melee damage dealer that scales well into the late game. With good tools for both maneuverability and limited survivability, Feng Mao can quickly get into or out of the fray while being able to take care of both himself and his allies. Now, I will say like that 100% describes him. He just probably, if he's gonna be that very high damage dealer again, he probably couldn't have the ability to still be super tanky and do a shit ton of damage. You know what I mean? So worth mentioning there. And for those of you that are listening instead of video format, they do mention the base stats. Uh, his health is 550 starting, goes up 90 per level. His health region is 1.58, goes up 0.143 per level. Mana is 315, goes up 43 per level. Mana region is 1.64, goes up 0.14 per level. Attack speed, it increases 1.5 per level. Uh, his attack speed scaling is 78%, so he scales pretty well with attack speed. I've been having a bunch, a ton of blasts. Uh, a ton of fun. Oh my god, I can't talk English. <laughs> I've been having a ton of fun uh, running attack speed on him. Uh, his physical armor, he starts at 31 physical, goes up 3.3 per level. 32 energy, goes up 1.3 per level. Um, interestingly enough, early game, like one, uh, like if you put level 1 Greystone versus level 1 Feng Mao, level 1 Feng Mao does have more armor than Greystone. But as soon as a few, a couple levels kick in, the difference is made up and Greystone scales way better with level with uh, armor as well. So it is worth mentioning little things like that, like you might have an advantage on the first, you know, on the first level and such. Um, his movement speed is a simple 575. Uh, basic attack damage is only 60. It goes up 3.3 per level, but that's because of his scaling. He's meant it's, you know, it's not supposed to do too much, kind of like a carry. Uh, and then his basic attack cooldown is 1.1, and that's basically the time in between his uh, attacks. I just now, say, I'm I'm so happy that his health regen is 0.143 instead of 0.144 because he would just be way overpowered. <laughs> Bruh, that's what I'm saying. I don't get it. I, I really don't understand changes like that. Like I can, I'll give him credit. You know, maybe a couple decimals. You got me like 0.14. All right, maybe that was they had to be 14. Maybe 0.2 was just a little too strong, right? But one point the thousands, but they won't tell me that they sped up Richter's hook and made it shorter. Come on, guys. <laughs> Bro, I, I you know, you know, I asked about Richter and I was told his hook was not touched at all. The speed wasn't touched at all. The only thing that they changed was the actual hitbox ratio. Nothing else. Oh, so there was it's only going change. faster because of my willpower. There was and that's that's apparently. It. Am I trusting in the heart of the Richter? Is that what's going on? 
there was a change in field of view. So I wonder if that would have affect what we're seeing. Perspective change, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but as far as uh, Feng Mao's kit, just to go over it real quick, his passive, and this is the part that a lot of people aren't realizing, uh, every fourth ability or basic attack against an enemy hero and large and epic monsters, so it basically applies to everything, will deal 10 plus 60% of the physical power that he's building as bonus physical damage. So his passive scales off of the physical power that you've built and every fourth one, every fourth instance of damage proxy. So that's why I've been running helicopter Feng Mao, because I'm just going out there swinging in a full fucking circle, basically, and then being able to proc that constantly. So it's a very, very strong passive. It scales really well. I could, I could see that passive probably getting tuned down a little bit down the road just because it is a lot of damage that's getting applied, especially when you have people like me building so much attack speed on them. Um, then on his Q, his reaping dash, his teleport, you can dash up to 1150 units away, dealing anywhere from 55 to 215 damage, and it scales with 85% of physical power. It's all the enemies within melee range. So you teleport to them, and as you land there, it's like he swings. He doesn't, he, he applies damage as he's getting there, right? Uh, if you get a kill, it'll immediately get rid of the cooldown on your teleport. Now, the cooldown on his teleport starts at 12 seconds. Late game, it can go as low as 8 without actually applying any sort of cooldown or building cooldown, excuse me. But if you ever get a kill, it will get rid of the cooldown on his teleport, allowing you to chase even further or allowing you to get away. Like in that clip that we showed on the Twitter post earlier, I specifically dove the tower, got a kill, dove out. Like blink in, kill, blink out. Now, again, that implies having the proper amount of mana, and he is really mana hungry. He definitely chews through mana like nobody's business. So there's definitely some playability there, but I, I thought I actually like that part. His Q. Let me ask this question just because I'm, you know, Bedrock League here trying to understand. What is the plus 85% physical power scaling? Like, explain that to me how that works out. So imagine through your items, right? If you've built a hundred power through your through all your items combined so far, right? That means 85 damage is gonna get added to the base damage. So what so the so when I'm dealing the, the 55, you know, let's say I just I'm level one. I left for this example. I've left up, you know, for example, right? Yeah. So if I'm doing 55 damage, I'm gonna add 85 damage to that if I have a hundred physical power already on my, you know, with my items that I've used. Correct. Right. Okay. So, so whenever you see that, that it says a percentage of physical power, that that just means grab your everything that you've built. That percentage of that gets applied to the damage, as extra damage on top. Okay. So, what All if right. it's two hundred and sixty-seven physical power, Windu? All right, I'm gonna need you to chill the fuck out. I'm not a T eighty whatever calculator, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I used a hundred. <laughs> no, I was I was about to use a hundred as well. So if I use the the if I max out the Q, right, okay, I'm getting the two fifteen. If I use yep. my Q right, plus the eighty five percent of my hundred damage that I have. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's two fifteen plus eighty five. But if it's also my fourth ability, I'm also getting the ten damage plus the sixty physical physical percent. Correct. 
So, right, so then, that, that was kind of my question too. I wonder how much damage you're missing out on Windu by building him attack speed because you have to sacrifice physical power for attack speed. I would so, like to see a comparison. The, the only attack speed that I build, yeah, the only, I can't with you. The only attack speed that I build are Boots of the Hunt and Infernal Gunblade because the longer you stay fighting, the more attack speed you get, the more so you swing. Okay. So I literally only use those two as attack speed, and then the rest is just full power. I even started okay. building crit on them. That makes a lot more sense to me. But it, but full it, attack speed is fun, but I wouldn't. Yeah, no. Be. So you you can get him to a max of 350 attack speed points in the game, and the max I built him to is 250. So you could still build him even more attack speed if you want, but there is a point of diminishing return. Like, I feel like with Infernal Gunblade and the, and the Red Boots, there's enough attack speed in there to literally become a Beyblade, be in there spinning like crazy and still apply good instance of damage. I don't I don't see any the need for anything more past that, to be honest. Okay. I have seen some people go the other way. Like, they prefer to build just cooldown items on them and they leave his attack speed where it's at, but they cast the, the abilities faster. So now instead of using, uh, you know, his his uh, white fang mouth. No, 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 because you still are able to build um, cooldown with green. Like, for example, Argus Cataphract that gives yeah. you 20 points of cooldown. Right. So you can still throw a decent amount of cooldown in there and build like Fist of Titan so you can convert health into power. And that way you're building him tanky while still also building power. There's a couple of different builds that you've seen around there, but it really is interesting to say the least but when you do part partner up that passive with another ability yeah you you can easily hunt people if you time that shit right okay now for plot to detrigger real quick there's no hard number for for capping attack speed it's whatever gets you to 0.5 attacks per second right is that their so that their cap so no i actually just had this chat with sylphin yesterday uh 350 in game it does equal out to max attack speed as far as possible because you're the characters are only going to attack as fast as their animation allows them to attack and with level scaling and everything and sylphin like somebody came into the chat did the math and sylphin came in and confirmed that the math was sound that the math was right three when the menu shows 350 in attack speed that is the max attack speed anything above that will not actually reflect now your okay. character can get all the way up to 100 attack speed so that means you build 250 on top of that and get it to 350. well it depends on the character because they all have different attack speed scaling correct well this was on the mouse specifically because yeah. his attack speed scaling is pretty good but yeah so sylphen confirmed it the max on feng mouse 350. he confirmed it well, the max on anybody would be 350, but you have to take into consideration how much you what, need to get what their the base. Yes. Yeah. Correct. How much you might need to get them to there at that point what is going to be different. Like I said, boots and infernal gunblade, along with the king aspect, gets Feng Mao to 250 with only two items and, and an aspect. So I call increase the right mouse button's damage. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's, a that's good I mean, I like technically, that. because it's increasing yeah, the amount of shields. Of yeah, it's it's increasing the amount of shields that you get. Empty, you're giving misinformation. 250 is what you build 
But Feng Mao, I, I, you, I, you know what? I'm not going to argue with that. The Gorgi was Sofen. Sofen confirmed it. 350. Anyway. <laughs> um, so moving forward here, let's go into the hamstring, his E. Uh, it's inactive. You deal anywhere from 60 to 220, plus 75% of the physical power that you've, you're building through items and such, right? Uh, to all the enemies within 400 units. And you slow them by 20 to 40% for two seconds. It is a really nice slow. It is a really nice AOE good actual distance uh range on it excuse me um and yeah the cooldown it starts at 10 cooldown and then it goes all the way down to eight later on um empty saying i don't know what information Windu has literally has to add stamson we'll tell jamson to get in contact with his uh game designer guy because literally sylphin in chat yesterday confirmed 350 is the max on feng mao anyhow so yeah, his uh his hamstring pretty decent. It scales seventy five percent physical power. Uh, I'll be honest, I've kind of been maxing out the hamstring, PBH. Like yeah, like because the hamstring does more AOE to everybody around you, and being able to pop that in the middle of a team fight definitely helps chunk everybody. Not a typo. He literally typed it several times. Empty. I, I'm gonna let you argue with somebody else. Anyway. Uh, so going into the right mouth, you keep arguing with him, but keep talking. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm gonna start replying. Yeah, I'm gonna start replying. I'm, I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Anyway, so his guardian shield, his right mouse button that we were talking about. So he gains a shield anywhere from 55 to 255 plus 100 percent of the physical power that you've built. So mega scaling on that one. It's gonna last for 2.25 seconds. It's gonna explode at the end of the duration and deal damage to units within 650. I'm serious, to, to 650 units to anybody within, right? Targets. Yes, targets, thank targets you. Within 650 units, yes. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I've seen a lot of people just nuke with that ability, like a maxed out shield. They either get the full shield and they can actually get a decent amount, a decent amount of tankiness, right? Or they pop the shield and then teleport in at the last second, and then they combine the damage of the teleport and the shield explosion at the same time. And then you hamstring on top of that, and you just did a good amount of damage just by showing up. So now, does that yeah. explode if the shield is destroyed by the enemy? No, because then there's no shield. Correct. So yeah, okay. So it's right. whatever. I don't, if, I don't know if by destroying the shield is what makes it explode as well. Negative. So, you need okay. yeah. So if your enemy lowers your shield and it blows up, the damage applied is only what's remaining of the shield. Okay. Okay. So there's there's a couple of different ways that you could do it on there, right? Uh, also, the cooldown starts at 10, going all the way to 8 seconds on... I'm sorry, it starts at 14, going all the way down to 10. I'm looking at the wrong one, Lamau. But uh, yeah, it's not bad. Honestly, I gotta say, that's probably my favorite part about his kit, is his shield, because of the versatility that it, it applies. You can use it defensively and offensively. Now, to finalize this kit, then we also have Imperial Sentence uh, active, his ultimate. He leaps into the air and slams the ground in front of him, executing targets that are below 250 and 450 based on your level, right? It scales with 120% of your physical power. So that scales quite a bit 
health in the area while dealing 50% of the amount as physical damage to non-hero enemies and enemy heroes whose health is not under the execution threshold. So you only do half damage if they're not within the area, like the example that we were talking about with Mangus earlier. But it, it is worth considering sometimes if you're in that recast portion, it's better to use it than to waste it, right? Um, then from there, you gain either 5, 10, or 15, depending on how upgraded it is, permanent physical power for each enemy hero that is executed. Executing an enemy hero allows the ability to be recast within 20 seconds at no cost. And the cooldown is 120, 180. Specifically early, bro, when, when you have a two-minute cooldown on that ability, you, those extra 20 seconds that you get really do go a long way. And even if you were able to cast it, yeah, let's say you killed two people, you got so much value off of that execute. Because you're not going to have it for like another two minutes. You get me? Right. I still say getting free damage on three people, even though it's cut in half on people that are not below the threshold, is better than trying trying your best to save it for that second execute that's just my that's just me personally i mean you're not wrong that's what i'm saying like it's if it comes down to it it's better to literally just apply the extra instance of damage before we can actually continue right uh, for free right exactly now i gotta say my favorite part about this patch in general really? is global chat yes really? bro Why? i thought <laughs> i love that shit. what really You've already got banned from I um several times. Um really? yes. What are you well, it, 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 you no, say? if if you if you type you too much not working work for you? No, if you if you spam it literally will stop. It will be like, hey, you can't type for a little bit. <laughs> Cause I kept on saying Q and A, Q and A, Q and A, and then you can't type. I'm like, fuck. I was at Global Chat wasn't on for like 10 seconds and I'm already <laughs> like not allowed Jeez, to type for a bit. Mighty. But um I've typed in there was Level 60 DPS priest LFG. Like it was Baron's chat in World of Warcraft. Right. Looking for a game. <laughs> Looking for group. Whatever. Anyway. I, I like it, man. I like it. Like it's cool to actually get people to kind of organize themselves. To see it, right? Correct. Exactly. Correct. It's that, you just you just good. tab it. About it. You don't Good, have to look I at don't it. want that. I, I really don't care. If you want to look at it, you can. If you don't want to look at it, it's not there on your screen to right, me you in with people trolling your ass. The I actually I played benefit for this is is the at the time, right? Because like right now we know there's like all of NA that plays at, you know, let's say two o'clock in the afternoon here, right? They're all playing on on, e, on EU servers, right? And there easily could be 10 plus people from NA playing EU servers because there's not enough to play on NA servers. But if they just start using global chat, hey, QNA, we got uh, this many or this many, this many, whatever, you can figure out how many you have and you can do an actual NA match. You have to play it on EU ping. That's the only benefit I see from this. Other than that, I literally just think it's just another way for people to get chat banned, uh, other issues going on, racist slurs, a whole bunch of things that just don't need to happen. So... I'm just like, I don't care. You don't have to look at it, though. And it can be a and good that's way for people to just have some fun. Get rid of it. Like, I've seen some people just having fun in there, like bullshitting with each other, which is cool. And that builds community. But if it does get out of hand and you don't want to see it, you don't have to look at it. I like it. I didn't think I'd like it. I like it. It's one of those things that yeah. took me by surprise. 
I played a match in South America with a whole bunch of Brazilian people because they literally were like, yo, we got eight out of 10 for South America. Who wants to play? Ja, 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 ja. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. I'm going to I'm going to play with Brazil, bro. You just now got hit up with the Emmer Snake crew. They hit me up like nonstop. Well, no, no. I've been part of their discord and stuff, but I saw it like here's the thing for moments like that. I went in there. I would have. Yeah, I'm not going back. You guys are out of my league. I want nothing to do with this. No, I would have to be paying attention to the Discord. And like, you know, like those private Discords so I know when they're queuing in, in South America, right? But no, now in game chat... You also streamed the morning when this happened. Like, true. they they always hit me up during my stream times. They would come into my stream like, hey, you know, we need Q, you know, QSA, QSA. I'm like, no, not happening. So if you would have streamed during my times, they'll hit you up as well. But yeah. Yeah, I, I will say too, though, it's... It's a nice tool to engage with people because they found other people that were like, you know, from like the Brazil area, South America and stuff like that through global that they wouldn't have found normally because because, yeah, well, not even just that you had to be part of that specific discord before to engage. And if you didn't get invited or didn't have the link, you just didn't know. Right, right. But being in the game now, they're like, hey, if you guys want to play South America, add me. And then they can DM people now like a a personal message and be like, hey, if you want to join a cool, you know, Brazilian discord, here's a link. It's such a nice feature to be able to actually communicate with individuals. I saw so they don't have they don't have a system yet where you can add somebody in the end screen scoreboard. You can invite them to play, but you can't add them. Or I think that that might actually be vice versa. Excuse me. You can add somebody, but you can't necessarily just invite them to your party offer it. Right. So one thing that they added is you can now invite somebody to your party without adding them as a friend list. If you just search their name in the menu. So I, I can search. I can search men mangoes in the menu. Join him. Like I, I can invite him to my party without actually having to add him as a friend. So it's just kind of cool. Um, empty has found his Maltese wife via in-game global chat. Such a good feature. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, so I saw somebody message me. It's like, yo, why are you treating the global chat like Twitter by putting a hashtag in there? And I was like, why the fuck do you care? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it though. But um, so we because we do have a strict timeline on today's podcast because, uh, you know, things have to get done. Let's go ahead and go through here and go through the bug fixes that they did adjust with this patch. How about my date with your mom? I hate him, bro. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm trying to be nice for bearded and this asshole. <laughs> get me out. Aye, aye, aye. But um, so, yeah, so bug fixes, uh, they fixed multiple emotes that were just weren't working at all. That's cool. Uh, Greystone Champions Courage has E fixed an issue where the ability cast area was not changing after aiming the ability. Interesting. Uh, and Grux, they fixed an issue with his pull, causing his pull to deal damage to the enemy turrets. Yikes. On Kalari, they fixed an issue on her E, an issue with the damage not being mitigated if the enemy was wearing spell shield. On Chimera, 
the berserker spirit they fix an issue causing his skill to not give proper bonus attack damage on his e when you consume those stacks etc and then I know that because i never use his e i always feel it's pointless to use his e like i just gained all my stacks i'm gonna lose them all no see i use i use, i consume them like it's one of those moments where i'm like hey if i know i'm definitely tankier than the person i'm going up against i consume the stacks and make sure that i kill them faster if I notice I'm significantly tankier, like I'm like, yo. So don't play Chimera very often. Like I can literally pull up my stats right here while you're going on <laughs> and I can let you know how many games I have with Chimera. Yeah, he's, he's actually pretty nutty. 12, I, 12 games of Chimera. Plato's the one that showed me maxing out his E definitely has huge potential for extra damage and or extra region. Um, but yeah, so they, they fixed that issue on the map. They fixed some issues with the jungle minions getting stuck on walls when getting back to their spawn locations. Um, I actually just yesterday saw a minion stuck on a wall. He couldn't get back to the jungle like it, the so it was the corner jungle camp by mid on red side. The minion followed the jungler down the stairs, tried to walk back and got stuck on the uh, on the edge of the wall and he was just sitting there and you couldn't kill him. It was like he was glitched. Um, so interesting definitely something that is it's worth reporting there if they don't already know i want to say i send them the clip could be wrong now can i just say map wise i really really want them to fix those the um the edge of the towers on dawn side like the fact that if you side the sidewalk like if you're strafing i have with this all right okay I, I don't want to hate on anybody, but uh, this is the, this is all what's being told. This is what this is the problem is communication. Communicate. This is the constructive criticism side of this, right? It was said that this was fixed two patches ago. Okay? Yeah. And it was not fixed. Then it was said that there was something wrong with how it didn't cross over with the patch when the patch was pushed to live. Okay. Fine. Okay. So, so next patch, we should have it, right? Here we are. We don't have it. And it's not fixed yet. What? Yeah. What's going on there? I don't know because I I did a little bit of testing myself. Right, if you're strafing into the edge of the tower on Dawn side, you'll actually get caught on the terrain. But if you're walking straight into it, you just walk right over it. It's almost like there's a ledge that you need a certain amount of momentum to get over. But that's gotten me killed several times because I was like standing right at that edge and then I go to backpedal and now I just can't backpedal. I'm like, fuck. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a quality of life fix that I definitely would like to see out of strange matters. I don't know what's going on as far as what you mentioned, right? The whole application of the previous patch, but can't wait to see that. On the UI, uh, the health bar fix an issue causing the enemy health bar being visible at the start of the game yeah certain people were having that wasn't it yeah but certain people. yeah I, i've seen that rarely happen but you can definitely tell like when you're with a buddy and he's like oh my god i can see the enemy quang what is going on <laughs> yeah yep that's uh, i was i was never the beneficiary of this situation i was always on the team on the, the other side i'm like i'm like hey uh why am i seeing there the health bar that i would look over i'm like what health bar are you talking about? There's no health bar there. <laughs> now, also, the 
they change a few aspects. And I want to talk a little bit about the aspects here with you guys for a sec without going too too crazy on time, right? Uh, first, they, they mentioned uh, the, thank you. the nature of range heroes gives them a significant advantage during the laning phase, of course. Uh, certain effects can amplify that. So ensuring these effects are tailored to the advantages being a range hero is tailored to the advantages being a range hero brings is important. Thank you. Sorry. Um, Ace and Rogue were particularly strong on range heroes and are now modified if used on a range hero. Now, they basically made so Ace, the healing bounty, minion last hits now grant 50% less healing on range hero. That's big. A huge. For, for Rogue, the next basic attack deals a percent of their max health, now deals 50% less if it's a range hero. That's huge as well. I encourage changes like this because it really should be that way. Like if it should be like, hey, if you're if you're melee, you get this effect. If you're range, you get that effect. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, honestly no, because your same argument, and mm -hmm. I agree, we've we've you've said it in stream, uh, and as we game together, if you're a melee character, you run faster than any range character, and that is an issue sometimes. You know, um, you know that's the kind of benefit with that, but it also can be like you know a graystone just outruns you even though he's dead like it's like he shouldn't be able to outrun me like but there he is um i don't know i just like the problem i have with this is because i'm not somebody who takes anybody range off late not anymore i used to in the very beginning of the game i took melica off lane um, mm -hmm. but i'm not somebody who takes range off lane and i don't i don't abuse the system in that situation so me as a normal adc I just get straight up screwed over because they're trying to combat rage awfully. That's really what this is. This is literally combating rage awfully. This, there was not an issue with ACE in duo lane. There wasn't an issue with rogue in duo lane. This is all combating range awfully. Yeah. And that's no, you're not wrong. And that's essentially what it came down to, right? It's just to help deter it. Especially when you have individuals like Grayson that are so tanky and uh, some of those green aspects that are very, very strong right now. It definitely is discouraging the range meta, at least for everybody, right? Like somebody that's skilled could probably still get away with it. But as far as everybody doing it and getting it away with it, that's that's a little bit on the different side and something that we can see the effect of. I would have liked to have seen like a, a percent increase or sorry, maybe 2% increase or whatever on the armor shred that happens with ACE since you're losing the 50% healing on that. Like, yeah, but then that would just be buffing melee. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's bad. Like going in there I'm okay and actually playing melee. a few matches. Give me something. I'm losing something as an ADC duo lane. Like I'm losing something. Like I, I and I'm not. I'm being. It's just, it's one of the things I, I've literally said this in in real life. Like I hate the whole one bad apple ruins it for them all. Like I'm over here doing what I'm supposed to be doing in duo lane, and I'm being punished for it. Right. So you can punish that range person in, in off lane, but give me a benefit as well. All right, here we're taking this from you, but we're also going to give you this. So like I'm. I get you. Like a trade off. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm doing a balancing act, you know, instead of just being instantly dropping off because like you said, that's going to you. You said that would benefit melee, right? 
Mm-hmm. Fine, let it benefit melee. That's the whole point. Give now it's gonna hurt range offlane even more because the melee is gonna be more beneficial with that situation. I mean, I'll be honest, and all the matches that I played, I don't honestly feel like it was that much of a difference because the healing that you got from it already wasn't too crazy. You get what I'm saying? No, but it was nice. I mean, the average person starts off with the the Tebow. They're already getting more lifesteal off of the Tebow than they're actually getting healing off of the Ace Effect, you know? Like it, it it honestly didn't make too much of a difference for me. Like, and I, you know, whenever I didn't get Feng Mao, I just went back to the duo lane as I usually do. So it, I didn't notice too much of a difference, quite frankly. I'm curious to see like how you're going to feel about it like next week, like once you've actually gotten some games in, you can actually tell me like, hey, like, did, was it a noticeable difference for you? Because for me, I was like, yo, yeah, I didn't even think about it. Didn't even didn't even realize. Now, the bigger change that we see here is on Faber. Now, they mentioned here yeah. granting physical penetration through Faber proved to have be having a very strong effect, especially in the early game where the relative effect of a single point of penetration is strong in order to make purple favor and physical penetration more healthy overall and to accentuate the intent behind both red and purple favor. Purple favor now grants physical power to cater towards more ability focused physical damage dealers. And red favor now grants attack speed to cater towards more basic attack focused damage dealers. So the fact that purple now gives you 1.5 physical power red gives you 2.1 attack speed per point and then white gives you two cooldowns so they increase that part as well i'm loving that change actually like it is a nice noticeable change like as a carry like i can go like almost full damage murdoch and swing even like make up some of that attack speed that i'm losing with my favorite you get what I'm saying? Right. Or like being Feng Mao and running aggressor and just putting all my points into purple, even more power for his scaling was just really, really good. I don't know if that's what's going to keep it. Like if they're going to keep it that way, I can definitely see maybe some adjustments based off of total data. Because that's that's a big change, you know? The, the physical, you're losing. And in ADC, you go red. Right. That's your, like, your, like, especially for a new person, right? You go red. That's default, right? Is that your red and butter? Exactly. Exactly. There you go. I like it. I do like that, actually. Um, and you go red, but like you're losing that power. So then for you to get the power, you are forced to pick a purple aspect. And what if you don't want a purple aspect? Like that's well, the problem I see. So you, so you don't get power. Well, <laughs> you build attack speed. Because building attack speed still increases your DPS overall. The, the whole point of the aspects is character customization, being able to play the way you want to play and forcing you to make a meaningful decision from the very start of the game. There yeah. should be no, you have to pick this, you have to pick that. It should be based on how you like to play. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's you're i felt that's the way it was like you you had enough items that gave you attack speed 
that you could literally put in, you put 200 attack speed, you can put the other rest in your physical power and you'll, your attack speeds like, like, uh, menace, uh, Mangoose, uh, Windu was saying earlier, uh, you put the two items attack speed on Fang Mao and then you put the rest physical power, you know, like you, I felt like that was the way it was anyways. Like you didn't have to just load up all six items attack speed, you know, if you wanted to go attack speed, you, you could easily get what you wanted out of it. And plus there's a step there's, we already, we just had a conversation about how there's a cap on attack speed. There's, you can only get so many, uh, attack speed. How many hits in per second at at a certain point, like what at a certain point, red's going to be pointless. There's going to be a point like you're at the point like, okay, there's, I, I literally don't need Raptors anymore guys, because I, I'm literally putting points into nothing now. See, so so I disagree with you because it is one of those things that attack speed is still worthwhile because let's say you're scaling in attack speed very well. You guys have gotten every Raptor, you got Prime, you got a ton of attack speed as a carry. Then you can sit there and say, maybe I don't need Infernal Gunblade. Maybe I go for the Red Cloak, which gives me crate and a shield just in case I get low. You know what I'm saying? Like, you maybe you don't need to go into such a hardcore attack speed. Maybe I throw a GD crossbow at the end. A little bit of attack speed, but not as crazy as Infernal Gunblade. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just really depends on there's a variety there. Because you could always go a purple aspect and put all your points into power and then build attack speed items to counter. Like, there's, there's different ways to go about it. Like Mangus was saying, the personalization. Um, it doesn't feel bad. It really doesn't. What about, what about the penetration, though? We're literally losing penetration. Well, you can still build it. But I mean, that's are, what, are they going to do something? Are they going to? Because I didn't see it in here. Put like, no, it, you items, just like you just like, build it into the items that already had it. Because, like for example, Titan Slayer, right? Because you got to remember the thing about before is the penetration one for like let's say ten points of penetration through like Raptors or whatever, right? is huge early game when somebody only has 30 armor because it's a, it's direct one one to one right right but late game when somebody has 100 armor your 17 favor doesn't do shit to the 100 physical armor right but that's why they removed it because it had a too much of a strong effect early and not enough of a strong effect late most most of the actual penetration items in game are percentage based there's still a few flat percent in there. I mean, I'm flat penetration in there, but most are percentage based, the hardcore ones, because they're going to do, they're going to be more impactful when somebody has a certain amount of armor. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I, I completely, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the change in when it, taking pen out of there. I'm just wondering, like, I just feel like having that, Going like, yeah, I haven't played the game yet, so I don't know how it feels, right? I'm just going off of the way I see it and how I understand it. You go from being able to build all pen with you build purple and you put all your points into purple, plus you're building, you build into pen items, right? You're putting, even if you had that 17 points off of Raptors, right? And plus whatever mm -hmm. you built with pen, all that stacked together. Now you got to take, you're taking that away and you're only getting what you had, and that still isn't enough late game, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that 17 points would be helpful. You know, I would love to have that 17 points right now. It'd be helpful. So I'm wondering if they're like, why there wasn't a, a change. Like there was a change to one of these, uh, the, uh, what one was it? 
there was the life and steel, life steel, life, blah, blah, blah. life steel was increased on demonic embrace from 20 to 35%. Like that was okay. a pretty big increase. I remember life steel being a big thing. They decreased life steel around all, like everything, you know, a few patches back. So I mean, I saw the increase that I'm like, Oh, that's interesting that they would increase that one, you know? So I was looking for a, Pen, uh, a, pen, a physical pen increase somewhere. I'm not, not a huge increase, but some of these percentage of base, maybe increase it, you know, 5% or something, or, or that's what I was looking for. I didn't see that, you know, to kind of balance what you took away. So the, I, I, I would say that the answer to that is the attack speed, because even though they didn't increase the pen, you're still getting a good amount of pen, but the difference now is, you can shoot more times per second where before you had to spend your entire economy building a decent amount of attack speed. Now you can passively increase it. So that pen that you have, you can apply it more constantly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. But now with the attack speed with you're getting the extra attack speed with that, is it even worth you picking King? Cause I think doesn't King give you attack speed on hits or something like that. Like, yeah, it, it gives you up to a certain amount. Yeah. It wouldn't be more beneficial to go ACE and Hunter and, and just, if you want your attack speed that route, like wouldn't, but that's what I'm saying. If you want, cause I'll be real. I do. I'm, I've been going for a lot of crit damage, you know, just damage, crit damage and life seal. I'm like on my carries, I'm not really building attack speed because I have King and I have all my favorite points and the red boots from there. You have all the attack speed you really need. I can make a choice and run King and go for harder dealing damage items as opposed to running Ace and Hunter. But now I might have to build an attack speed item to get uh, like the, the, the DPS up to where I would want it to be. Okay. I just like the fact that there's options. The, the variety is nice. I agree. I'm literally just trying to understand it. I like the buff to white. I'm going to weigh in as a support here because I don't give a shit about purple or red. <laughs> like the, I like the buff to white. I don't think it was necessary, but I'll take whatever the fuck I can get, brother. I think it was well, right? Necessary. Like, no, I, I didn't expect it. But when I saw it, I was like, bro, I'm putting all my points into white. <laughs> I think it was Like, necessary. that's you, spicy. You a lot of supports that are not playing they're not going white and they're, they're putting all their points into the blue or whatever to get more mana or something or, or whatever out of that situation, you know, like, yeah, it's because all their abilities scale off of blue off of power. And and then, and I understand that, but like, you're not getting, but you're not also benefiting yourself as the support, which would be giving yourself the cooldown to use your abilities to save your ADC. You know, like I, I, I understand you want to be the ADC fucking support or, you know, as Emangus is the ADS, you know, the attack damage support. <laughs> so um, I don't mean to be. I don't feel that way. <laughs> it just happens. All right. Oh, so, one HP. Uh, I need to rig the hook. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just I mean, it, this is now kind of gives that it, it's the same thing we talked about a few episodes ago about giving them you know, making it beneficial to put a ward down. Like if I put a ward down, you get rewarded for it, right? It's this, it's kind of like just kind of giving you more motivation to use your white uh, aspects and build into it because you'll get a more cooldown yeah. for it. I, I'm all about it. I don't disagree. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice way to almost influence people. Like, hey, you might want to use this. 
Let's just make it a little bit stronger to re get people to realize, hey, this is nice. Check it out. And it's a good way to counter because like you said, you can do a damage support or a support that's consistently casting more abilities, which can lead to more damage. Right. So now I, it's that it's a nice quality of life situation. change. We just added. We just we yeah. literally just talked about the ADCs. It's now they're you're doing the same attacks. Yeah, it's a nice quality of life change for sure. Now they mentioned so, here under heroes. Cool down. Cool oh, down. You put all white on Fang Mao, and you just kind of just with all of his ability, the, shield, the fact shield, that it just shield. resets and it just resets and resets and resets. Just don't do it as support. <laughs> that shit is not work. Don't do it as support. But I mean, it would be interesting if somebody builds a damage Fang Mao, but they pick a white aspect. I don't know which one it may be. Maybe the wards. Maybe there were the shield the, one. The I was gonna say cooldown one. I was gonna say the the clairvoyant or whatever, the one that gives you active item cooldown and extra range on rewards, so your rad pulse reaches further and you can scan better. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And the actives, what, you can what, still have. You can still have DPS actives though. You feel me? Like a shot, right. for example, and just go in there and increase your attack speed that way. And your cooldown gets reduced, but the whole point you're putting points into white, getting his cooldown to be even lower the entire time. Just a thought. Like the what, potential's there. What what's the Templar one though? What's that one with a shield? Like, right? That's the shield one? Yeah. Templar shield and you share and you share a percentage of your armor that you build. Okay, so that's not that. Yeah, so your clear point would be the best one. Now if you're going okay. tank thing, Mal, I mean maybe you could go a Templar, you know. Um, but yeah, just possibility. Wait, how'd that work out for you? Try oh. an off lane Greystone with Templar and Titan. Yeah, let me know how that worked out for you. That sounds spicy, right? Now, let's get into the heroes here while we go through it. Uh, since we're <laughs> running out of time, awesome. here. good dear. Yes, we are now. We are getting closer. Um, but, but yeah, under heroes, we wanted to continue our efforts in making certain abilities, mainly movement speed abilities, feel more fluid and responsive. Gideon, Chimera, and Swim Blast were changed in the light of this and should result in a higher level of control and authority when playing these heroes. Gideon's Torn Space, cast time, ability reduced to 0.4 seconds, his teleport. Alari, her ultimate, the range got reduced to 3,200 units at all levels. Again, that's right around the side. The side. If you take a range carry, Double their range, that's right around the size that a Kalari's ultimate is going to reach. Now, very, very different, as we mentioned earlier here in the show. Okay, it's two range, have them shoot, and where their tips touch, that's about where they're. I hate them. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> I can't with you, bro. Oh, cast time got reduced to 0.65. And I even saw people talking about this in game chat where they were like, yo, I barely saw those daggers over my head and she was there. Yeah, because yeah. now literally yeah. in less than a second, she can cast and show up. So she's more oppressive. Like I don't have no. time to drop my fucking shield, my 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 mind and and push her into it anymore. Like it that's a great happens. point. You don't have that's a great point. You might not have time to drop the mind. You literally is like, hey, you better pull out that shield and push as quick as you fucking can. But pull out and push. I can't hang with him. Yo, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you pay attention to a Kalari, and for example, you know she's on the enemy red side jungle, you 100% know you're clear 
if you're on the opposite side of the map. If like super, that, even even if you see Kalari fighting on mid lane, you know Kalari's by Raptor and I'm in duo. She can't teleport to me. She's too far. I'm good. I just gotta stand on the outer wall, but I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, it definitely makes Kalari's put in more work to successfully use that all, which I'm not against considering I hate Kalari. But it, she was still able to do the same amount of damage when she showed up. So it still works. It's just a little bit of a different approach to it that Kalari's you're gonna have to take. But a very, very big change for her. Um I also cast time need to be reduced. I literally don't know if that, you know, and if that much because like I said, that's that well was that, a, was a, that was that was a give and take counter. that you were just talking about too though. Like it's like, hey, counter. we're gonna take the range away, we'll let you cast it faster. So definitely she it's different, but I'll tell you, she needs to be taken away from the game. Like, get her out of here. I can't stand her. She's not that bad. No, it's, no, especially now, she's not that bad now. Like, you'll see a Kalari in the game. Oh, I will see what I get. She, in the game, yeah. but. She's definitely not that bad now. Much more balanced, quite frankly. Um, now, also on her passive, the second. So, you know how her passive, she has a double jump. Yeah. And she can get some really good verticality out of that. She can dash while she's up there, etc. Now they reduce the her second jump by thirteen percent. The first jump is still the same distance, but the second jump is a little bit less. Um. So what they wrote on here is keeping Kalari double jump as low as possible while still being able to jump onto ledges. While will help her will help keep her mobility focused on its intended purpose. Yeah, because a lot of people are using a double jump mainly as an escape, as opposed to hey we're using it to get over terrain. Now it's more focused on, hey, it'll get you over basically every terrain that you need to get over. Like if you're trying to jump over a specific wall or whatever, but it's, you can't just use it as, hey, now I'm 10 feet in the air above you where you where you have to flick at the sky to even see me. And then I'm gonna go invisible while I'm up there. I've done so that. it's, it, it, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I've done I've it a million done times that. too, bro. Go in the air, fall down invisible. Sorry. But uh, yeah, so playing duck hunter out here, <laughs> definitely more, <laughs> more metered down. Well, you right? get the dog that's giggling, not the dog with the duck in his hand. Yeah, shout out to that little orange gun, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. The light blaster, little orange gun. Get your shit right. <laughs> you caught yourself a gamer. Little orange. <laughs> oh man, bro. Those are the days. Now, Chimera, his right mouse button. Yeah, right mouse button, the duration of the leap got reduced. So he still casts it at the same exact speed. It still reaches the same exact distance. But the amount of time it takes him from to go from point A to point B is just a slightly little bit faster. That that buff's kind of a leap, isn't it? Dude, you I can't with you, bro. <laughs> I said that one on the dev stream. A lot of people loved it. I liked it. All right. Ah, shit. <laughs> all, right, all right. And then Twin Blast is Dash. Do you think, do you think this ambush buff took us by surprise? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, get me out, guys. You guys. Help. You guys just don't understand. We're actually training Windu on how to be a good Thank you guys. I appreciate you. Oh my god, bro. Ay ay ay. But um Thank you for the raid. 
Thank you, Bucket. But yeah. And then on Twin Blast's Rocket Dash, the duration of the actual dash reduced to point three from point four. Now, I like all these movement changes because it makes the game feel faster. You're still going the same distance. It still takes the same animation to actually cast. But since it's happening at a faster rate, it almost gives you that sense of the game speed being sped up. Like when Twin Blast was actually dashing across, I was like, oh shit, he kind of dashed across that. A little, definitely faster. I was like, I'm going to have to adjust to that. And so it's it's nice I because I definitely think my personal gripes about fault right now are the I feel like the economy should be buffed a little bit and that movement should be buffed just a tiny little bit. Now, that at you least know, and that was, helps that was really a good to attention. 50 50. That was really brought to attention after playing Overprime. And that overprime having that sprint function, you know, stuff of like that, like how fast mm -hmm. and then you go, then you go right back into fault and you literally feel like you're running in quicksand. Bro, I was hitting left shift so many times playing fault, <laughs> trying to go faster. <laughs> no way. It was like going from Call of Duty to Halo. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, I mean, so it, it just, I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying there was definitely a, a huge difference notice when you when you made that change um yeah so it, it i do agree a, a slight change to the to the speed of the game uh you know just the, the normal base speed um would definitely be a, a good increase a good even if uh, it's a, all the way change. flat across the board too yeah no definitely yeah that's what it needs to be but uh, i mean that's what i'm saying but the you know that base yeah because then then you're you know everything's gonna stack on top of that that's what i'm talking about like just bring the base speed up you know, and then so when I put my boots on, I'm whatever I had plus the extra, you know, I think that needs to happen. Yeah, so and but these changes to the movement abilities definitely is a good kind of like band-aid on top of that. It helps sell the the illusion of a faster moving, uh, you know, faster paced game without actually changing anything too hardcore. It's nice. It really is. Now, this is a very big thing, too, especially for you being a carry, right? So on Mana Focus, Mana Shard, Mega Siphon, and Sword of Souls, stacking items are by design meant to start as a less efficient item that builds in value until completed. With the lower value one gets initially where the lower value one gets initially being rewarded by a highly higher value finished item later. Oh, that's a long sentence, bro. Uh, this trade this trade off was not as prominent and meaningful as we wanted and also lead into encouraging group takedowns and so hero assist will no longer grant stacks for these items mm -hmm. anyway so basically that entire thing now assist do not grant you a stack and that's actually massive you can tell that in the game immediately because you would have three different people running sword of souls you you guys ganked you got one kill and everybody would benefit from it another way for mangoes to screw me up yeah, they they had you could feel it. I'll tell you, you could feel it. You watch support with two kills, you're like, "Fuck, bro, my sword of souls would have been done by now." <laughs> like, <laughs> you could feel it. Trust me. Yeah, shoot faster. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, shoot faster. I put the, points in the red. I can only shoot as fast as I can. <laughs> I can't with you, right? Get more points. <laughs> but um, a, my support takes my kills. <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. But yeah, I that's that was honestly 
I think a well-needed change. Yeah, I think that was a well-needed change because everybody was just scaling too much. Yeah, it definitely. It, you know, those stacking items were definitely a little impressive. Uh, I'm okay with it. I can I can handle it. I'm still gonna build it. Uh, yeah, no, so it's so worthwhile. It's you know that the the amount of AP you got out of it is huge. So, but the time it took it to get online, AD, right? AD. no, AD, AD, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the the amount of time that it took to come online definitely got pushed back. Okay. You can feel it hardcore. And even if one person has a Sword of Souls full, that mid with Mega Siphon might not be full, or your jungler with, Mega, with Sword of Souls might not be full. Yeah. Now this does change. Definitely my, changes. I, I don't think I will be doing the grim. Sort of Souls Mega Siphon build that I was doing anymore either though because that's just too much. Like it's going to take you so long to yep. stack them both. Yeah. Yep. Definitely changes. Which that was a spicy build, by might I add, Sword of Souls and Mega Siphon on a Grim. Yeah. That shit was spicy. Shout out to Odo on that one. I can't. Oh, okay. That well, that yeah. shit was spicy, but yeah, that yeah. definitely hurts it for sure. Yep. Even though you, when you do get a kill, for example, the stacks apply to both of them simultaneously. Yeah. So it really depends on how well you're going, you're doing, you know? Now, uh, a couple of changes to the items here. You mentioned one of them earlier, but let's just kind of roll through this. Now, probably one of the biggest, Apocalyptic Epitome. It used to be a very strong starter item a while ago and it kind of got dropped off. Anyway, so <laughs> we wanted to focus. Uh, apocalyptic, I still say Epitome, bro. Epitome. <laughs> I looked it up. It's actually two different words. Really? Yep. There is an actual epitome. All right. So which one best fits here? Epitome, because it is an actual tome. Okay. But nice. Hey, I did not know that. Thank you. Correcting the shit out of me, but okay. That's awesome. Because I said epitome all the time, too. So I'm glad to know that I was correct. Okay. Nice. Can you send me that link, by the way? Later? Well, I like, just put it, put it in our group chat or whatever you looked up. For the epitome. I put it up at the library because I'm a man. I can't with him, bro. He, all right, put your library card away. <laughs> anyway, so we wanted to focus apocalyptic epitome on what it's meant to do. We felt that the help it was granting was not helpful. Um, it fulfilled its purpose amongst our items. A lot of typos here. Like, and some of these sentences are a little weird. Was not helpful. It fulfilled its purpose amongst our items as such we've swapped the health with cooldown reduction and made sure the overall efficiency remained the same i mean yeah so you don't get the 200 health anymore but now it is going to give you 10 cooldown they increased the power on apocalyptic of its own from 75 to 85 and now builds our arcane spirit and power cell i mean considering apocalyptic epitome gave you extra damage when they're below 40 percent, i believe is the, is the threshold and now you're getting even more damage when you build the base item. It still costs the same. You don't get the durability out of it, but you're definitely gonna be able to output more damage and more consistently because you're getting cooldown also. I tried it on a Morgesh and it was just nutty to start off with Apocalyptic Epitome. I already did it before, but I like it even more now because of the damage output you get, right? Um, then besides that, we have Arcane Surge. Uh, the cooldown reduction got increased by 50%. So it's a total of 15 points of cooldown now. Energy power scaling for empowered basic attacks got increased to 50% total now. 
So overall, you're going to get more cooldown out of Arcane Surge and you're going to get more damage out of Arcane Surge. Nice little change. I could totally see why, because not that many people were actually running it, to be honest. I maybe saw Grimm's running Arcane Surge and stuff like that, you know. So nice little change. Maybe you to get people to use it more. Uh, on the Cursed Blink, they reduced, they increased the cooldown to 60 seconds. So they nerfed it. You're not going to be able to blink as much in the Cursed Blink. I mean, considering it, it's the only blink that actually damages you, I was okay with a 30 second cooldown, but I can definitely see how that could be a little bit too strong, being able to blink every 30 seconds, especially when you're Severog that has 70,000 right. HP, you know? Um, besides that, the one that you mentioned earlier here, Demonic Embrace, the passive, uh, the bonus lifesteal got increased to 35% and bonus physical power increased to 35%. For those of you that don't know Demonic Embrace, you proc the passive whenever you drop below 30%, I think it is, correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, when you start getting into the critical health, you would get extra power and extra lifesteal to help pull you back from the brink of death, right? That is that supposed to be percents or is that flat power that you just read that as percent? I just want to I'm sure. sorry. I'm sorry. You, you, no, you're you're right. The life steals 35 percent. The power that you get is 35 flat power. Thank you. OK. Yep. But uh, but yeah, it, it, it honestly it feels nice because it's one of those things that before Demonic Embrace honestly didn't give you too much life steal for building it. Like you only got 20% at that exact instance, right? You might as well have built a D blade, gotten your 15% and just build more damage and compensate for the 5%, right? But now it being 35%, it, especially on like a Feng Mao, it really helps you because you're in there doing all that damage, you get low, now you're healing for a, over a third of all the damage you're doing. That's a nice little chunk to be able to survive or sometimes when you're in those close call battles, it makes a difference. Um, I, I could totally- It's always especially useful with anybody that has a shield because you can yes. shield up and, and life steal under it under it yeah not wrong big especially if you combine things like demonic embrace and the uh what help me out guys which one is a uh, the battle plate i think it's called the one that gives you energy nice battle plate but yeah energy physical and you get that shield based off of your max health and based off of how many people are around you yeah yeah well there, there you go so whenever you proc that and you have demonic embrace you can heal quite a bit. Yeah, but when you proc in the meantime, you damage about fifty percent. I mean, but you, you you're getting extra damage as soon as you apply it. As soon as demonic embrace gets applied, like it's it's a it's a nice little resource, right? Like you might not be healing as much, but even combining those two together will definitely save you because it's better than not regening anything while you're in knight's battle play. Um. Then as the Gob Glue, we were talking about it earlier, Gob Glue got a decent buff. Health got increased from 200 to 250. Physical armor got increased from 30 to 35. Energy armor got increased from 30 to 35. And then the active radius got increased by 150 units. It used to be 500, now it's 650. And then they also increased the slow while you're in Goblin Glue from 20 to 25%. So it just got it just got a buff overall and like you mentioned earlier it's great on anybody that has verticality so god glue is great on kalari feng mao countess like it's just a good counter card you don't have to build it maybe some people were over exaggerating but it definitely helps um is this item a green item 
now? Not not anymore. Now it's a white item. So shouldn't that? But it still looks green. Background. Yeah, it's it's a white. The background, like, isn't this the old item background? I thought they changed it to be white. That's what they're. Um, I was like, wait, is yeah. it green now? Like, I'm confused. Like, did they go back? That's a good question. I don't know if in game it's change, but it's it's a white item. Mike is saying in game it's white. Is the same question? Yeah. So patch notes item is wrong. Yeah. So that that's just a, the user a non updated picture. Yeah. 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 The old picture. All right. I, I saw that when they went over it. I'm like, wait, did they are they converting it back? Is it now green item? Like, what's going on? Imagine. It's got armor. I'm like, okay, Goblin Glue has changed hands so many times between the different fucking colors. They need to make it no item, just a background that's whatever color it's supposed to be. Just a white <laughs> box for white, green box for green, so we can tell what the fuck it is. <laughs> Please. Yeah, that is kind of weird when a, when an item, when a dedicated item like that changes categories. It's almost a bit off putting. Um, but yeah, we're about to end here. We're Pretty much done with with the notes here. We're good. Um, okay, cool. So Quantum Blink, they also increased the cooldown on that one up to 60 seconds for the blink. You're gonna notice that change throughout. Um, for Thorn Shield, the percent of physical armor dealt back as energy damage whenever you were attacked got increased from 12 to 18%. I did notice that difference because I went like Tank Fang Mao. I built Thorn Shield and it definitely was outputting a, a nice substantial amount. So I'm I don't know why they went from 12 to 6. I mean I'm sorry, 12 to 18, increasing it by six specifically, but I'm it feels it feels right. It's another one of those, you know, just point to range one four three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah get, for sure. Literally trying to get range out of offlane. That's that's what they're trying to do. The whole thing that's 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 just a buff to to stop having range in offlane. I can see it. Like if you're going, if you're going up against somebody range, start this item just to kind of try to set them up. This is the kind of buff that I'm okay with because this doesn't affect what I'm doing. You know, me as an ADC, I'm building this, uh, and by the time I I go over and I meet that solo laner late game, I should have enough built in my my uh, with what I got going on that that shouldn't affect me too much. You know, but like see, but know, that one, no thorn like, shield. The thorn shield buff definitely affects you the most as a carry because the 18 percent when you're chunking you feel it think of it this way if you only had right. d blade before it was only 12 percent, right if you had d blade you could heal that damage and then an extra three percent on top of it and heals now there's an extra three percent of damage dealt after your heal got applied so you're slowly killing yourself you're not even healing yourself if you only have that 15% lifesteal. Right. I I get that. I'm not I'm not saying, but I'm saying like I should be able to do enough damage by the time I meet that solo later. Oh, like so you're saying by the time you run into somebody that's actually building it. Yes. That I yeah, this is perfect for if you have a Murdoch and solo lane going against anybody on uh, Greystone. This is perfect. It, 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 this they cannot put on a D blade and, and be able to still outwin you, outduel you. It, it should do damage to them. I get that. But by the time I build and I get to meet that solo laner, I should have enough items to where I'm doing enough damage where I should be able to get them down. Am I wrong with that? Or you no, yeah, no, 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 I'm not. Yeah, I was opening a Red Bull, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but 
No, I, I, and here's the thing, and I don't disagree with what Mike's saying in the ch- in the chat. It's Mike TV. Shout out. So the Thorn Shield basically it helps against carries in the off lane, and it helps against carries in general whenever they're fed. Right? It's a good counter. The issue is that the problem in that's going on in solo a lot is they're throwing mages. People are taking mages in the solo. Thorn Shield isn't going to help against a Morgus. It's right clicking every three seconds so it's it's a good it's a good counter it, it's mainly a counter for carries so that tanks so they, they don't need to make don't get chunked that hard. this item as the uh, uh, the as the energy wait deltas yeah they need to make a, a percent energy armor dealt as physical damage to attackers increased they need they need to flip it have two items a counter build two counter building items that you have so when you're facing a mori offlane you build i don't care give me another name you know brick shield i don't care what you want to call it just name it something that so when mori's attacking you she's getting 18 percent done back to her bitch be gone, so, <laughs> bitch be gone. Yeah. 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 Bitch be i gone. mean yes it would be interesting to see an ability-based version of this item to where if you get hit by abilities it deals a percentage back to them but it doesn't apply that per- that effect to basic attacks you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, like if a tank wants to, let's say a, a Countess is nuking, right? But now you right. build the ability version of, of this item. Every time you get hit with an ability, it does damage back to her. But she's actually hurting herself by trying to nuke you. Right. I would yeah. that, that would be interesting. But then also have the basic attack equivalent as well. So you can pick and choose in the battle. That'd be interesting. Right. You, you, you have to something so it's a diverse build, you know. Like you, all right, you go in, you pick your you pick your character, and then you find out, fuck, I'm going to get some Mori mid. I thought it was gonna be, I thought I'm Mori offlane. I thought it'd be Mori mid, you know. So then now, okay, well now I know for sure I have to pick bitch be gone because that's the only way that I'm gonna keep her off me. <laughs> they can't. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not going to, bro. Oh. Now it just the name of the item is gonna be BBG. I mean, it's we know it. We know what BBG stands for. So might bring us up a great point too. Regardless if you have a carry or solo, I've gone into a range carry and like for example, like if you're a Greystone and you have Titan and Rook, for example, just like two solid sustain aspects, and you're just building tank, bro. You're Tanks are in a good fucking spot ever since those green aspect changes. They're in a great spot. Don't tell the tanks that, though. They don't agree. <laughs> Yo, they're in a great <laughs> fucking spot. Tanks can literally WQ, W the carry, kill him, and still have, like, over half of their life and be like, all right, mage, come here. Like, I saw a Grux solo fuck people up. Right. And he was full tank. Like the tanks are in a really, really good spot. Well, we've had a Grux fuck us up too, Bangus. We yes. had that situation. Indeed. <laughs> what good, sir. what Indeed. the fuck is this Grux doing? So, um, uh, esoteric. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Esoteric, esoteric Fay. I'll say it. Uh, I don't think it's fair that tanks get uh, shield items, damage reflect items, and can build damage too, and, and no risk. Thoughts on that, guys? Um, I've been playing attack and fall for a long goddamn time. It's time for me to shine, goddammit. Let me have my <laughs> let me have my time, all right? 
Oh man, it's a little overpowered. Let me play my fucking. She said it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say. I I would like like I really like like for example, Fist of Titan converting health into power. I get it right, but cards giving you like a good amount of power and sustain. I, I don't necessarily agree with right like I feel like hey if you want to build tank go grab something from the green tree if you want to build something physical power grab something from the the red tree you want to grab something with a lot of pen grab it from the purple like you could build whatever the hell you want everywhere right that's a reason for the favor change but like a sustain item also giving you 40 50 power I'm like bro that's kind of nutty yeah yeah, so I, I definitely think some looking into should be done, maybe a little bit of balancing, but I don't think they're in a horrible spot. I definitely think that levels is a bigger issue. We were in a match where I was 10 and 1, 120 CS. I look over at my Greystone that's 0 and 3. He's two levels above me. Two levels above me just because he was in solo the land that nobody ever fucking visits and they were just scaling like crazy like so i definitely think levels need to be looked into more because i saw my owen three graystone randomly rotate show up in duo be two levels above everybody shit on him almost like he hasn't been having a bad game the entire 20 minutes that was happening just showed because he was two levels higher and he still had his items or whatever like levels mean a lot in fall and i definitely think that the xp sharing it needs to be looked at especially when you have three to four fucking people on duo the entire fucking game like duo is literally a campground but everybody come in like fuck that shit bro like yesterday i didn't have a single match where there wasn't at least three to four people at every engagement on duo that's because people that play Fault know how to play MOBAs. And the way you play MOBAs is you shut down the fucking carry early. True. Aye, aye, aye. Not wrong. So Unyielding Mantle got a really nice change. The bonus health scaling on Overdrive Shield got increased to 40%. And for those of you that might not remember, Unyielding Mantle was changed to the effect like the Red Cloak. When you get into critical health, you get a shield that prevents you from dying, basically. You get like an extra life, so to speak. Um, that buff, double the double the scaling on that shield is massive. That's a huge shield that actually gets applied. A lot of people Especially are sleeping on Unyielding Mantle. Yeah, a lot of people are sleeping on it. Especially for a tank, because you're already, like you, the health you have, like you already had is-, is, is It's already substantial. Yeah. You know, the, you building that on a carry, it would just be throwing because you're not, you don't have that much. You know, mm -hmm. like so, but on a tank, especially like a full stack Sebrog. Well, ba the battle plate and Unyielding Mantle are huge together. Unyielding Mantle is a passive; it activates itself, and then you have battle plate on top. So you have an extra lifeline that'll that'll kind of save you from that insistent damage with Unyielding Mantle. And once your Unyielding Mantle has been proc, then you can use battle plate. But you can literally save your battle plate until the moment where you need it. And Unyielding Mantle is your visual cue. Right. It's big. It's very, very big. Definitely being slept on. Now, as well, moving forward here, they did a, f a few changes here to the fountain. 
Now the fountain beforehand, it used to heal and uh, your health region and mana region was a flat amount. Very good early, horrible late game as far as your region, right? Now it's percentage. So it's 10% max health and mana per second. The downfall is now it's even, it takes longer early because you don't have that much health and mana early, right? But late game, you get good some good amounts of chunk, uh, good amounts of health and mana when they're chunking back at you, right? The biggest difference is if your health goes over 1600, so you know how it carries typically around 1600 max HP. If your health goes above 1600 max HP, you're really gonna feel the change and you're gonna like it. Like if you're a tank that's 2000, 3000 HP, whatever, incredibly uh, noticeable for somebody like a carry or like a Kalari low HP, low max HP, you're, you're going to feel like it was almost a nerf to you while you're playing, quite frankly, until you're like level 18. So be warned if you haven't noticed already or if you haven't gone into it, that it's it's going to be something definitely noticeable. Like you're going to back buy an item and be like, fuck, I got to wait here another three seconds. Hold on, guys. And now I can go. So worth mentioning uh, on red buff. So red buff slow on enemy heroes from basic attacks uh, change to anywhere from 10 to 25 percent, depending on your hero level and is now had when a range hero has it. So if a range hero had grabs red buff, it's half of half of the slow gets applied. I like that. That also deters the jungle getting the i mean sorry like a jungle murdoch for example it also deters um even like when your jungler says hey murdoch grab the red buff it's a weird spot to be in because like hey this red buff will help it'll be bigger but i know that this red buff is going to be more useful on a melee so it's like yo fang mao do you want the red buff you might be better with it in the fight right so interesting dynamic that they added to 11 here uh, that's just your level because at, at level 11, it stops scale. The red buff stops scaling. Okay. That, that's what that. that's what it is. Like, it, I like red buff doesn't go that. all the way to 18. To level 18. I know. I like, I don't like, I don't stop at 11. I know this. What's going on? So that, I didn't yeah. know the red buff stopped at that. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the main difference on that one. Just the fact that it, it got halved for range characters. And, you know, maybe some people didn't notice, but it, the scaling on the red buff stops at 11. So, you know, at 11, you're going to get the max effect out of your red buff. It doesn't it, there's it doesn't keep scaling from there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll be honest with you guys. This patch 15 has me enjoying fault more than patch 13 and 14 did. No, I saw your your comment. Where did I see your comment? I saw you. You were, I think somebody asked you what you're doing. You're like, dude, I'm playing Fault. I'm having so much fun playing Fault. Like, uh, and as somebody who's been following you for a while, and and I know that you're a, a TF tier, and I know that you got your. Uh, I'm very uh, picky, bro. Uh, my my ADD iPhone, takes me in different racing. fucking directions. You know, you got your iPhone racing you're doing. You know, and, and your grand, you know, Torino um you know all that racing you got going on um <laughs> so but yes the fact to see you play fault more uh more often and and, and uh, you know keeping it more consistent it says a lot, it, it says a lot. 
says a lot, you know, that's just, I mean, outside of looking in, you know, I've, I play it nonstop, you know, it's my game that I play. Uh, so I can't really see that change with anybody else, you know, but I, I see it with you for sure. And it's definitely good that Strange Matter is actually promoting people now a little better because reciprocal growth is a thing. Like the more views that Windu gets, the better it is for Strange Matter. And then the, the better Strange Matter gets, the better it is for Windu. Reciprocal, man. Goes in a circle. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I that from double, double Dutch rudder. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I was honestly very shocked when I saw my YouTube link in their post. I was like, Yo, I got to DM somebody. I got to say thank you. What the hell? Like, uh, it shit caught me by surprise. I was really shocked. So I it's but they, I really want them to do that with all of the partners continuously. Like, even if the partner like, let's say, for example, if uh, I'll just use Plato as an example. Shout out to my boy, Plato. If Plato hasn't submitted a clip in the last week. You know, because you, we could send them stuff to be like, hey, check it out. You might, maybe it's something that you might want to share. But maybe if he hasn't submitted anything, right? Like you could easily go to the top clips of Fault and you'll find a good clip from Plato. He's a great jungler, right? Great player. Like what I'm saying is, even if they went out of their way to promote their partners, it would come back. It would reciprocate back. Like Mangus is saying, because if their partners grow, their game grows. Mm-hmm. They're like they're, they they're not the ones that are constantly live or making constant content about the game. The more they get the, the more they get content creators excited about making content, the better it's going to fall back on them. They get the back end benefits from it. Hundred percent. So I, I would love to see them do stuff like that and do it even with non partners. Like we mentioned in the past, you found a dope ass clip of a Gideon getting a quad with one rock post that shit here's this twitch creator check him out it was an awesome clip ask for more clips it's honestly really really good to see them do stuff like that i can't wait for them to get the rest of the community involved quite frankly mike said (laughs) yeah that's not that's not how you spell maybe it's the way how you spell it over there i don't know but uh mike mike just said did your partner check go through this month i'm still waiting on mine to hit the bank amen this is my partner check right here i mean according i I need a new check according to the fans of every game you only get checks whenever you shit on other games so damn you outing somebody over here no i'm saying that to everyone Cause I've been accused by fault fans, overprime fans, predecessor fans, everybody. Really? Well, game it happens. Yeah, Accusations. It's like, right, bro, bro, I'm going to Fortnite then. Bro, I've gotten shit from the Kings Hunt community too. You remember those? I haven't played Kings Hunt forever. That was a fun game. Yeah, I dude, I got shit for doing a let's be honest on them. I got so like I go into the Discord. You'll you'll see this shit talking going on. It happens, but um, yeah. I'll, overall, you spell it. It's correct. All right, I, I believe you, Mike. I'm just saying. That's why I figured. I was like, yeah, it's probably how they spell it. But I, I will say, I thoroughly like what I'm seeing out of Strange Manor so far. We're only a month deep. Who knows? Right? We still got we still got a good chunk of the year to go. But so far, what I've been seeing, I'm seeing proper chess moves. Like, excuse me, I'm I'm like, we're seeing a character that got released. What bug have you heard from Figma? 
I haven't seen a clip of a bug. I haven't seen somebody say, yo, this thing is fucked up or I hate it. His teleport doesn't work or his ultimate doesn't work. I've heard people say he's really smooth and he is. It was a I think it was a great hero release. I think it was great balance changes. You definitely felt the impact in the metal with those changes that they made. Maybe some more have to be done. It's a MOBA, whatever. Yeah, always evolving. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right. But I I want to applaud Strange Matter. I want to applaud their team for the work that they've done so far, and they just need to keep it consistent. Okay. Mike says the his teleport doesn't bug out, but the but it bugs out on the map a lot, like uh, a lot like the Gideon uh, teleport. Um, he's talking about the terrain interactions. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll be honest. Okay, I noticed one time, and I thought it was just me, right? Like I noticed one time I did the teleport, and I guess I put the bubble on the edge of a ledge, right? But I didn't have momentum, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on, bro? I don't get it." I tested it. You come out of that portal with the momentum that you had regardless of direction it's pointing i was running backwards through the portal forward i came out of that portal falling backwards out of it i never realized that shit. i thought if i threw the portal i'm gonna come out in that direction because i decided like a dumbass to backstep throw the portal at the ledge and i literally just fell back off i was like what the fuck? i just died my portal didn't work but then after testing it i was like Damn, bro, that's actually on purpose. Like, if I'm sidestepping and throw the portal, I'll come out of the portal <laughs> at a sideways angle. It's 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 a little bit weird to get used to, but once you actually have that knowledge for like Gideon, Fang Mao, and stuff, you can actually start applying it. You know, make sure that you're W keying if you want to come out the portal so, in a forward trajectory. Is this portal? Is this uh, so Gideon? You can, as a teammate, you can use this portal. Can you use Fang Mao's portal? No. No, no it it's just a one-way trench. Yeah, okay. It's just a one-way trip. You don't. You have. There's no indication that a portal was created behind you. Gideon's portal is a one-way trip too. Okay, I see what you did there. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything. Hey, it's not. It's just, you just no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I see. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Uh, anyway, no, there is no portal left over when he teleports that other people could follow through. All right, POP. You imagine that shit? Just portals laying everywhere because he keeps getting kills. What the fuck? Medieval. But um, yeah, I and like his teleports are working, his cooldowns and stuff he's it's been real smooth like i i see what mike is saying but that's you know that's just map issues and that we brought up and we can't wait yeah. till those are slowly getting fixed the spot is doing a great job a lot of things have been fixed already right um and who knows you know we all know that there's a brand new map coming down the road eventually who knows when right so it's, it's just about getting this map to be good as good as possible until they get to the next stage no, I agree. I, shout out to the team. Like we, we're talking about Aspada doing great on the map. We got the art team doing great. Art Bang, you, you're doing guys are great with the, you know, what's going on. You know, Fang Mao looks great in the game. Uh, shout out to you know Silfin and Ryan with you know the dev uh, uh, stream that we had. That was a great dev stream. Really well put mm -hmm. together. I liked how they did uh, in Gen, uh, in Gen Chat. They pinned uh, a spot for you to put in questions. So then they can go read off questions in Gen Chat already. They already had questions already pre like people were added them up, you know. So mm -hmm. then Ryan had chat uh, questions to go off that way. That was really cool to see how they did that. 
the team, you know, shout out to, uh, to Balix, you know, and, and running the, the socials and, and getting that yep. going. You know, He's now doing that. Post with, with your, with your, your clip on there. I'm like, Oh, snap, that was great. You know? And then, you know, we, we've seen some, you know, conversations happening in the partner gen chat. So that's kind of like a huge, what's going on for us. That's I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where this is going. Um, uh, SMS is definitely going in the right direction. Uh, in 2022 and I just hope they keep on making those strides for sure and I mean I'll be real with you at this point after we get off on here I'm just going to go play fault like I can't believe it but I find myself after patch 15 specifically with Mao, I'm having a ton of fun playing Fang Mao but even if I don't play him I'm just like yo it like yesterday I want to say I lost so many fucking games but even today I'm like alright I want to get on and play bro I'm okay. Like me, I hate him. <laughs> I... <laughs> Why you serve that up like a fucking volleyball player? You can't expect me not to spike it. <laughs> Why am I friends with these guys? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I know why uh, are friends. They're just literally two peas in a pod right here. But hey, man, I don't know what to tell you, Brent. I have a comment, but I'll DM you guys that comment because this is definitely not appropriate. Uh, but, yo, thank you so much for everybody that's been watching. We appreciate all of you being here, whether it was the Giggle Fest in the beginning or the Giggle Fest at the end. If you managed to make it this far, leave a GG in the comments wherever you're watching this. Again, don't forget, guys, this is available on YouTube, uploaded after the fact. We do live stream this on the Bearded Wolverine's channel every Wednesday. And... It's also available on podcast form, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of those. So thank you so much for reaching to this point, guys. We can't wait to see you next week. We're going to do a quick little outros. We're basically going to do our just our, you know, two cents to the community. Words of advice from us to you guys, if you want to lead it off, maybe. I just want to say that um, you guys know if you've been watching the Fault Partners panel for a while that I have about a six beer half life on my fucking stability, and I've read, I've reached that point. So I'm, gl- I'm glad we're uh, we're closing it out now. Over. I can't with it, bro. Not sponsored, by the way. Sponsored by Bre- Brevity of the Partner Panel. Sponsored by Yingling Lager. <laughs> Speak for yourself, bro. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I already said my piece. You know, you know, shout out to the devs and, and how what they're doing. Great job. Uh, the community, you know, keep up what you guys are doing. Uh, we're growing. You know, it, it's it may not look like it, but it is. We're going the right direction. So if the game's going the right direction and we're going to be going the right direction, it's going to happen. Just stick with it. For sure. And I will say, uh, just for the community in general, keep an eye out on their socials. I know I'm one that I don't really keep too hard. Like, I don't I don't necessarily like, you know, always stock them or whatever. But I've been kind of looking at their Twitter lately and they've been getting much, much better at it, especially if they're going to start shouting out content creators in general. It's exciting to see the type of content creators that we can run into. You know, you get me like, who knows? There might be a, a new partner in the mist, somebody that's actually standing out above the rest consistently. So I'm, I'm excited. And don't forget that you guys can't apply 
for partnership since it looks like that's now starting to kind of get pushed and enforced a little bit. They're looking to grow their partner team. So don't forget to apply for that. You can find it on their website, playfault.com. But uh, yeah, that's my two cents. Honestly, we appreciate you guys. And we appreciate the, everything that Strange Matters is doing. I'm a very, very excited to see what's next. If you made it this far, Never mind. Put I was about to just in, in the no, don't do it. I was about to <laughs> put a dad joke in the comment below. Oh, Jesus. These guys have been filling my inbox with dad jokes literally for days, bro. I can't. I was I was actually he about to troll that. you guys. He says that, but he literally sends me like little YouTube shorts of dad jokes. And these two guys, bro, like, that was too good to not share. <laughs> oh, watched it, it. It was great. Dude, I it watched was- it. I was cringing so hard. I was like, Bearded would love this shape. <laughs> I, I got to send it. <laughs> I'm going to keep with my theme of this Hi. particular partner panel. What I want to see in the comments are plays on Windu's name. I'll give you some examples. Wine do. Yes. Windu do. Stuff like yes, that. Yes, those are common. Don't forget, Princess Windu is also one. That's a big one. <laughs> That's a big one. Princess Windu. I really like that one. That oh, one kind of shines. His name in a dad joke. Let's let's combine them. Oh, let's go God. oh my God. A Windu dad joke. I can't with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, homies. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you. But as always, till the next video. Peace. Peace. Bye, food.